How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina, and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music, and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie, and Wrightsville, and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. Forever, dog. Make them love you. This week on the podcast, Kirsten White's "The Dark Descent of Elizabeth Frankenstein." Welcome to Teen Creeps, the podcast that discusses YA Pulp Fiction. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Kata. I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent. And we are joined today by a very special guest. You may know him as one of the hosts of El Rey Nation. We have internet host <laughs> Hector Navarro gracing us with his presence today. I uh, know you are the one who is gracing me with both of yours presence. Uh, <laughs> Nailed I, it. Both <laughs> of yours <laughs> Yes, that's correct. It's correct English. Uh, I'm big fans of you both. So thank you so much for inviting me to come onto the podcast. I'm so freaking excited. It's I'm such a pleasure really to excited. have mm. such a pop culture expert in the studio. I, yeah, I've been wanting <laughs> Which to have you like ass. Yeah, I'm so sorry that our studio smells like ass. What do I smell like? Oh, the studio. The studio. Okay. The studio. The studio. <laughs> Honestly, Truly, no. like you guys, you don't understand that. A, it is summer now, yeah, and it is hot, hot, hot. hot. And mm-hmm. so, an uh, air conditioner is running. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so poor baby Alec is going to have to take that out in mm-hmm. post. Um, also, it smells horrible the I'm, whole building we haven't been here in a little while no. we've just been recording at my place May, were we nose blind to it so bad that's what i was wondering How embarrassing we've had guests in here <laughs> i know i was like did it always smell like you, this you guys it are is fine so bad today i have a terrible sense of smell so oh, you guys are god. fine i'm thank like yeah goodness thank god. Yeah, yeah, i'm good okay you guys could literally cut farts and i like, wouldn't even i couldn't <laughs> I even think tell alec might faint any second because who knows how long he's been here <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Um, my my word, my stars. I have been. Uh, we, we've been wanting to get you on the show for a while. Yeah. Um, Gasp. And <laughs> we gave you a, a selection of our future books to cover. And I'm did you? So yeah, I don't I remember that, Hector. I, I gave you, you assi- a list. Of- I thought you assigned this book, and I was like, oh, I want to do this because this is the one you've been talking about at work. I, I had okay. I gave you a list of like. 12 books. Wow. And you said you've been talking about that book on yeah. El Rey. Yeah. And I want to read it. Yeah. And you then that's, and that's, that's how we are. That's what happens. So Don't lie around get a me. List. Okay. <laughs> Don't okay. lie to my face. I will say No, I'm something. not lying. I'm misremembering. That's what I'm telling you. I have a terrible memory. So cool. I do as well. Cool. But yeah, <laughs> terrible memory. Can't smell perfect for this show. <laughs> <laughs> Two of my senses. Bad. <laughs> I thought it was a good book. I could touch it. It's good. My fingers. Good. Good, good book feel. <laughs> um, so did you read uh, a lot of YA horror? No. Okay. No. No. So I need you guys to explain to me mm-hmm. 
if this is a if it, if this is typical of YA or if this like no. bucks a lot of trends because I think I like it because I feel like it bucks a lot of trends like it goes well, against a lot of cliches and stuff. I think. yes and no. It, okay, it, it it goes against the books we typically cover on the mm-hmm. show, mm-hmm. but it is cliched um, in other ways. Um, not cliched at all, <laughs> but it is definitely the tone of current YA. Yes, mm. I will say. Um, What's the tone of current YA? If I, if you don't mind me asking, dark. A lot of mm. chosen one. A lot of yeah. Um, but dark supernatural. Less so okay. like okay. Harry Potter. Less so Hunger Games. Okay. A lot of like dark intrigue. Yeah, wouldn't you say mm. people yeah. infiltrating? various things there's a lot of yes having to infiltrate maybe some kind of government thing or like some kind of secret place Mm. Um, you have to fit in with a world that is like very cutthroat yeah that's common Mm. Now, now this book is darker and more disturbing than i think a lot of because it's frankenstein because it's frankenstein she really it, goes for it. Yeah. She goes there's some, for there's, it. There's some stuff where I was like, oh, they're not going to. Oh, they, they. she went for it. She yes. Went for it. Yeah. Um, I. OK. Did you like this book? I fucking loved this book. It's, it's I really love good. This book. I loved this book. I loved this book. I it's was listening, fantastic. listening to some uh, reviews on YouTube of oh, this book mm-hmm. because I didn't know. Again, this is another thing I need you guys to explain to me. Sure. How did you end up picking this book? Because aren't you aren't, aren't the teen creeps all about doing like. Retro 80s, yes, 90s. Yeah. I'm like, this came out September of last yes, year. This yeah. is a fresh book. So we had been uh, turned on to this author because uh, she on wrote our, Buffy. She wrote Buffy, but that's actually not that's why. That's not why. What? That's yeah. what I. Okay. So, I hope you are not offended, Kelly, but I was like, this had to be a Kelly pick. No. Because mm-mm. she wrote the Slayer book. Mm, it was a I Kelly thought, pick. No, okay. it wasn't. No, it was a Lindsay oh, pick. Yeah. Whoa. But I had been hoping that you would yeah, want to cover but, it. Like, I've read this book Kelly has actually read more Kirsten White than I have, but I chose the book just because I was like, we'll randomly be like, hey, guess what? I scheduled six months worth of books. (laughs) And it's like, oh, cool. Thank you for doing that. And then the other one. Okay. So we had been turned on to Kirsten White because... on our Patreon, if you are plug for patreon.com slash teen creeps, uh, <laughs> at, at our eight dollar tier, you can like be in a lottery to pick an, a genre that's normally outside of what oh we Oh my cover. god, what a good deal. Only eight dollars. Only eight dollars. Only eight dollars a month, and you get a Whoa. whole extra full length episode as what? well what? as mini so mini so and you get a picture of Kelly. Uh-huh. Baby Kelly what? in white girl cornrows mailed to your home oh, and a sticker. Have I seen that photo? You've seen it. <laughs> oh, You've man. seen it. That is worth it. Yeah. <laughs> and you get uh, some cool stickers and stuff yeah. too. Cool. And a discount on merch. You get a wow. sweet discount. What a anyway. great deal. It's, what a great deal. It's crazy if you're not Anyway, subscribed. someone suggested one of her uh, books, mm-hmm. which I have screamed about on El Rey, mm-hmm. uh, which is a historical fiction. Which one? And it's um, the Anti-Darken, Anti-Darken series, oh. which is a gender swapping of uh, Vlad, Vlad the, the Impaler. Impaler. You have been screaming yes. about that. Yes. Oh. It's tremendous. I think I just confused both of these two books yeah. then. Yeah. I think I think I thought I mentioned oh, both. That makes you sense. Were, okay, you mentioned both because you have been raving about the, the Vlad the Impaler yeah. S, the, the, the Impaleris. Yeah. For yeah. The, the Impaleris yeah. for, what is her name for in months. The uh, Lada. 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 Of course it is. Of I course. love that. Just mm-hmm. remove the V. Mm-hmm. Lada. Mm-hmm. Uh, for a while and then when maybe I just confused it too because I was like oh it's that book you've been talking about that's gender swapped something I want to read it mm-hmm. but this is kind of gender swap 
Elizabeth uh, Frankenstein, but not. It's POV. just yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's the yeah. Maleficent thing where it's like now yes. we're going to tell the story from the other character's mm-hmm. perspective, but the yeah. same story, which is a thing I'm really, really into. Mm-hmm. Like I like that take. And on what stuff. I also really love too is that right, like when we're reading about like Frankenstein, yeah, uh, Victor Frankenstein in the old books, yeah, there is a question of right, like. Who the fuck are the people that were in his life? <laughs> like, I want to know. Didn't see the signs. Yes. Yes. I think it's a. Uh, so, so to, to go back, I love this book. I was watching a, and listening to a bunch of um like YouTube reviews oh, yes. of this book on the way down, and a lot of interesting takes. And apparently, a bunch of the uh, I, I didn't know that was a thing, but like book YouTube is a thing where a bunch of people are constantly putting up reviews of the books that they're tearing through. And I'm also not a huge, I'm not a huge reader. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until this last year or so that I did this other show over at Nerdist on the Alpha thing, yes. which was Alpha Book Club, where we read a book a month. And I had some <laughs> must great, be nice. Yeah, uh, listen. <laughs> I, like that was still a lot for me to begin with, but that kind of trained me to be able to, I powered through this in two days Yeah, and it, that would have been unheard of for me a couple of years ago. But because I've, I've been, I've been, I've been just kind of like reading as voraciously as I can recently. Uh, and I really enjoyed the book. I was stoked to kind of dive into it, but like, yeah, but book YouTube is kind of split on this book. Oh, really? A lot of people were like, well, so if, you're, right and wrong. if you're a diehard, yeah, you can have different <laughs> opinions. But a lot of people are like, if you're a diehard Mary Shelley Frankenstein lover, you're not going to love this. And I was like, I disagree. Mm, why would, bro? I don't think so, bro. I totally disagree. I, just, I think that, yeah. um, that a lot of the criticisms that I saw for this book, I'm like, I got a totally different reading of the original Frankenstein yeah. when I read it when I was younger. And I got a totally different reading of this book. I did not see this book as something that besmirched the character of Victor Frankenstein. Mm-mm. I saw this book as actually answering that question. Who the fuck was this guy? Yeah. How did he get away with what he got away with? I thought some I thought some stuff that was so brilliant was was how he was depicted as a like a kid in this book. Yes. In The Dark Descent, where I'm like, yeah, he would be a sociopath. Yeah. He would be straight up Dexter, like mm-hmm. killing animals, doing messed up stuff. The other thing that I love that this that this book does is it is it one it just flat out reveals, okay, listen, if you're gonna be depraved enough to go and dig up dead bodies. To experiment on put pieces together mm-hmm. and stuff because you claim you love life so much. How far away are you really from just killing a person? Well, and, and he yeah. straight totally. up killed. And I was like, that makes sense to me. So, yeah. I, so I didn't see the because when I originally read, here's my like experience with Frankenstein. I read it when I was like a teenager, a teenager somewhere in my teens. Mm-hmm. I had this version of Mary Shelley's Frankenstein that also had like illustrations in it throughout that mm-hmm. were really cool and kind of comic booky. And that's the way to get to my brain is because I love comics. And I remember reading it and being blown away that the monster was intelligent, articulate, compassionate, totally. like confused, had strength he didn't understand. I could totally get it. I'm like, he's the Hulk. I get it now. Yeah. Like he was so compassionate to me. Uh, and there's different versions of the Hulk. Shut up, internet. Like, you're going to tell me like, oh, the Hulk's a monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're right. But a lot not of versions. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah, maybe not. I'm clear. used to other internet. I'm used to <laughs> superhero internet that will tell me everything. Not to say no, that there might be someone. Yeah. You, know what, there, you know what? There Comic might books? be someone. There might be someone. Yeah. There might be someone that I like to do a thing where I assume somebody will do the right thing and then it will shame them into yeah. doing it so if i oh, say yeah. not our audience they mm-hmm. never yeah. then people go oh, i guess i, won't. I, guess I, guess I, won't. I, I guess I won't comment true actually yeah. our audience is very kind yeah and doesn't do shit like that <laughs> so respectful who are you looking at right so now respectful. you're staring at somebody at, I, like, so respectful so i i read frankenstein when i was a teenager and i remember like again being blown away that the monster itself was the hero mm-hmm. and, and that he was just wanted to live and was so confused and that victor was really this sort 
sort of villainous thing that was kind of hunting him down. And he kept talking about his abomination that he created and his blah, 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 blah. That was my takeaway. So when we get to this book and, and the monster literally becomes this, like as soon as the character Henry is missing, as soon as he's missing, that's the one twist that I saw coming from the beginning, but I was fine with it. I'm like, well, he's super dead. Henry's super dead. And now that little, (laughs) and now that little boy is a monster Frankenstein's monster. That's who he is. Yeah. But the fact that he names himself Adam at the end of this, like I got chills. I was was, like, it was was really sad. It was a redemption for that heart for that idea, for that character. And it, to me, it made the most sense to frame this whole story around uh, Elizabeth Frankenstein, who I forgot but vaguely remembered, was the Same. wife of Victor who yes. was Same. killed on their wedding night. Yeah, I didn't figure it out, or I did not figure it out. Didn't I didn't remember. remember. Same. Until yeah. me too. Real late, and I was like, "Oh shit, she's gonna die!" Yeah. Right. And, and did it remind? I didn't remember that she was that Elizabeth Frankenstein yes. until yes. when she's going through his notebooks, and Mary is like. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, he's writing guess you. Guess what? Uh, he's like writing that you died on his wedding night. Like, this is like, wow. You're like obsessed with him. Like that yeah. sort of. And that, that did also like flash me back to, oh, yes, there was a minor character, the sort of love interest, but not really mm-hmm. in the original Mary Shelley Frankenstein named Elizabeth, who was just a tragic. She's very similar to, but he, I think even less interesting, very similar to Justine in this book, which mm-hmm. was just like a good person who just got caught up in it and the monster kills her. Well, she's mm-hmm. like. So such a nothing. Exactly. In and Frankenstein. We, and so it's she's so nothing perfect. that we forgot about mm-hmm. her I know. Well, mm-hmm. while reading a book. I, I will say yeah. that I didn't remember I couldn't remember Frankenstein very well, except Me for neither. the fact that Me I was neither. like, fuck Victor, the monster's the hero. Yes. Yeah. Obviously, obviously remembered yeah. that from college. You know what else I remember too, again, to take it back to comic books for a second, mm-hmm. is because I'm really familiar with like Marvel comics and their lore. They actually have a Frankenstein's monster in their universe. They also have Dracula. They also have a werewolf. Mm-hmm. They, they have would. all the classic monsters. Yeah. But their iteration of a Frankenstein's monster is supposed to be the original, like like in Marvel comics. Yeah, that was what she intended. Exactly, because he lives for forever because yeah, he can't end, die because he can't die so at the end of that story I remember when after I read Mary Shelley I was like oh snap that same c- creature shows up later like and meets Blade or whatever <laughs> Bullshit so, in Marvel so comics. Adam so Adam is going to meet. Yeah, I'm like, oh, he's going to be, he's going to meet, uh, he's going to become oh, part of like man. the the Howling Commandos or some dumb thing. Like he'll meet Spider-Man. Like it's a dumb oh, thing. Oh, Adam, but... your life's going to be so good later. But it I, gets I also, better, Adam. I also barely remembered like any real sort of details, just the kind of overarching story of the original text. So, Well, so here's where I it clicked into place it. for yeah. me okay. is um, when suddenly William turned up dead. And I yeah. was like, oh, you're like, geez. oh, yeah. It's and all, all of a sudden the, I remembered yeah. everything. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, the, the monster girl, accidentally well. kills mm-hmm. William, mm-hmm. even though like he was the first person who showed him any mm-hmm. love. Mm-hmm. I couldn't. Was Justine in Frankenstein? I don't remember. I, don't I didn't remember so. either. I, I remember. can't you know, remember. I, it, like, but it, it, after yeah. William, then I remembered Elizabeth and I was like, whoa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My mind was blown because I was like, oh, that nothing like milk toast of a mm-hmm. fucking wife character yeah. is our Elizabeth. It's our I protagonist. was like, but blown you know what? Away. You know what's and Kirsten so, White's like artistry, like, what's yes. so great about it? What's so great about it is that it obviously speaks to everything that's happening today. 
and what it is to be a woman today. Yeah. Like to a scary degree, like most fiction that tells you that stuff's shitty and it being relevant. Yeah, it's a bummer, but it's all relevant. Mm -hmm. And and it's about how this woman has to put on a, f a different face. And so that milk toast that you described, like mm -hmm. that's still this character. That's it's perfect. the character just, to Victor. And that, that's Victor. who that is to and Victor. To basically every man. Yeah. Like, we just know the real her. The um like Kirsten White's yeah. author's note at the end. I did. Where she oh, explained why she it's so great. made it. So she so said, great. tell me. So Kirsten White's author's note addresses Mary Shelley's author's note before Frankenstein. Uh -huh. And the whole thing is that like she was a teenage girl and she was, so she was married to Percy Shelley. Percy Shelley? I don't know. Some Who chump. Fuck that guy. And, <laughs> and she's like on vacation yeah. with with him and with Lord Byron, and they are first of all. It's on a dare. Right? On a dare. She, yeah. she, writes she writes it on a dare. It on a dare. First of all, she fuck anybody named Lord story. Byron. First of all, Indeed. fuck that guy. <laughs> Lord, get a new name. Yeah, and. Jeff. They dare her. They dare each other to write a story, and everybody mm -hmm. else is is fucking lost to time, and hers lives on forever. That's but the tight. whole thing is that she felt she had to, she meaning Mary Shelley, felt that she had to rise to the occasion mm -hmm. to make herself worthy in her husband's eyes because mm -hmm. she came from an author family, and so he was like, "I want to see you live up to your full potential," and so he was like. Mm. He's, pushing her to uh, do it. He's yeah. Victor. Exactly. Oh and my so, God. And so all of a sudden, Kirsten White is reading this author's note, this yeah. preface to Frankenstein that she yeah. wrote later on. And she's like, holy shit, that's the story. Elizabeth, yes. the, the girl who tried to make herself be worthy of Victor to stay alive. Mm -hmm. It's incredible. For survival. And I, then I, I started agree. to read, because they include Frankenstein at the end of the book. Yeah. I started to reread Frankenstein, but first I read that oh. author's note and I my mind was blown when I was reading it because she's so dead on. It's like she doesn't even realize yeah. the insidious ways that her husband like got into her head sure. about her own worth mm -hmm. and her own talent and everything. It was mm -hmm. really interesting. I, after reading that, I was like, if Mary Shelley, if she could, if there's a life after death and she exists somewhere and she somehow gets this, I feel like she's she would so read happy. it and be like, awesome. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. like if she, if we could somehow explain to the ghost of Mary Shelley, the context of since of literature and science fiction since she's died to now and be like this is what kirsten's just basically saying thank you to you mm -hmm. i feel like she would be like hell yes yeah, yeah. this is awesome because yeah. mary shelley changed my life before i knew she was mary shelley <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i read uh mary's wollstonecraft's book like on being a woman i forget what exactly it's called but so i got this abridged version of that and it's just all about like feminism and the role of women in wow. society. Wow. And she has so many insightful things to say. And I was like oh, highlighting all these passages. <laughs> and I had already read Frankenstein in college mm -hmm. in an English course that I was taking for fun because I was a drama major and and had no idea that I was reading Mary Shelley's like yeah. polemic yeah. on being a yeah. woman. Yeah. yeah, It was. And so like my mind just went, what? Yeah. Of yeah. And I, so just all of this together, she would have to love this book. She would have to. Yeah. I mean, it, kind of going back on what you were saying about how this feels so relevant today. Yeah. Um, it, it's real. So basically in the book, it's like she, uh, Elizabeth um, is 
living in this like just shitty situation like mm-hmm. really like uh she's in a real fucking dump um mm-hmm. it's like uh, oh, i'm sorry it's her mother mary wollstonecraft it's her mother. oh cool That's the oh. Author. so her oh, father sense. was an author and her mother was an author cool and it was her mother who wrote a vindication a vindication of the rights of woman and mm. and that woman's and daughter so good wrote it's fucking mary frankenstein awesome. yeah, that's tight dude it's so <laughs> awesome so um so in the book uh it starts with elizabeth uh who is taken in by um the frankensteins yes. who are looking for just someone to make victor normal. their damn murder yes, son yeah. exactly which already right there is relevant to today yes it is uh i think really hot and interesting in horror right now mm-hmm. uh, like i just saw brightburn i think we were talking oh, about yes, this you were talking, talking about, about brightburn, brightburn yeah. how like brightburn is the superman mythos of a of a it's a it's a movie produced by james gunn that just came out the horror film that's got elizabeth banks in it mm-hmm. and there's like a little oh, demon boy yeah, yeah, but yeah, he's yeah, got yeah. superman that's superpowers why that sounded familiar that movie is about how much a parent will kind of ignore the signs because we need to talk about Kevin we need to talk about Kevin that whole genre and Elizabeth is an orphan Mm -hmm. so she's not talk about Victor they do they aggressively do not never talk about Victor family Crest should read never let's not talk about Victor (laughs) (laughs) we need to avoid talking about Victor please don't talk about Victor yeah she enters this family she's like five and Victor's like seven Mm -hmm. I think Mm-hmm. And already yeah, he's then, older than her. Already then, he has a. He's um, al- they had already run away from another town. Yep, because he because killed he had his little killed brother. One of the other. We, children, no, hang Robert. on. We don't know that Victor killed a sibling, but a sibling was like died. Well, he all, at the and, end says. Uh, at the end, yes, we don't know. Yeah, yeah, at the time, at, we don't. We jump all around in the podcast. At the beginning, so don't worry. Is, sure. At the beginning, as soon as we learn as the reader that um one of the Frankenstein children has has something happened to them of course i was like oh victor, victor killed, killed. i'm victor like and, yeah. and the mom she's that like kid. she's like oh this is gonna be great because no one knows us from because no one knows us so yeah. let's have a fresh start <laughs> from <sighs> yeah so this child. is fun yeah <laughs> don't be all happy don't run up too far and you know I, what it made me think of is like what? the concept of incels yeah. It's like, well, if you had sex with me, then maybe I wouldn't kill everybody. Yeah, Victor yes. Frankenstein's an incel, sure. For yeah. sure an incel. Victor Frankenstein, Snape. <laughs> yep. Incels. <laughs> incel. Third one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that obviously is there, but you know, sometimes Guys, that yeah. doesn't us. come right tweet away. Tweet us, who is the third incel in the world? Yeah. <laughs> um, there is but three. Um, so, yeah, so we don't so we don't know for sure, but they take, uh, they're like, yeah, from before. Anyway, um, here go, go play, go with, our play with our son yep and we're they also buy her they buy her yep. off a village woman and the vi- mm-hmm. and the village hag is like she's yeah. rich and they're yeah. like okay she's okay Austrian something or other mm-hmm. and what i love is this book opens with she is with justine who is mm-hmm. all pure good and light mm-hmm. and just Sweet mothering and just and sweetness someone, and light and mothering. Sweetness and light and mothering. And she's the one that Elizabeth Frankenstein herself has saved because she witnesses her getting like abused by her mom. So then she threatens to like um, she like throws herself between her and the mom and then threatens to uh, uh, like report him to the, the to Judge Frankenstein, mm-hmm. uh, report her to Judge Frankenstein. And then um, uh, and this is after she's been taken in by the Frankensteins. And then basically, like, does for her what she believes the Frankensteins have done for Elizabeth. Correct. So she's with the book opens with her and uh, Justine, like, going to where are they going? Ingolstadt. 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 Some some German town. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Terrible town. 
that they're going there to find Victor. Mm-hmm. And the thing that I love is that she even censors herself with Justine. Yeah. Because yes. everything is just manipulation and lying because she's so afraid. Everything is about protecting Victor. Yes. Yeah. Because she needs to protect herself. to Victor. Yes. She's been so conditioned to that. And mm-hmm. so she like she when she tells the the kind of like formative story of Victor. Yep. Oh, she already. I was like, this is creepy. Uh, yeah, I, I think I'm like, going to like oh, it. That is not what happened. I know. I was like, girl, <laughs> we all know you're lying because she's <laughs> like, mm, we found this bird nest and um, I really wanted to prove myself. Yeah. So I got it down for him, even though I knew he was like kind of creepy. And he looked at it and we held it up to the sky and he could see it inside. And then we put the birds back. And, and, and it was, he great. was like, oh, isn't it fun that you can hear the heartbeat? Anyway, so that's mm-hmm. how I met Victor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Justine's like, that's a lovely story, Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. And she's like, great, great. Let's talk about anything else yeah <laughs> great 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 so you're great spoiler alert and i'm so glad they brought this yeah. back at the end of the book uh he smashes open that egg he smashes he open the definitely egg definitely kills those I little birds yeah like how it played it. out though is yeah yeah because she so it's her very first meeting with victor mm-hmm. she's like a five by the way yeah she's five <laughs> he's seven <laughs> yeah. and but she already and so knows she like yeah. she's so uh, she's been abused for as long as she can remember mm-hmm. and she knows that if she does not please this little boy mm-hmm. she will go back to being abused mm-hmm. That's and the so whole thing. she finds the egg and he hears the heartbeat and does he bust it open yeah so he yeah. busts the egg open and instead of reacting in the extreme to what he does in a normal way which yeah. is like what yeah. the fuck i'm five that's fucked up she is like mm, interesting yeah so uh hmm What's that like? Cut it open. Yeah, let's she's see. like, let's look at the heart. This is fun. And she knows that while she's saying that, she's like, man, this is fucked up. Yeah, but this yeah. Like, sucks. Yeah. But she's I appeasing have to, him. Yeah, she's appeasing him. And she knows that that will strike, like, stoke his curiosity. Yes, and, and make in, her and in that moment desirable. To, yes, for him, to keep her around. And even though, like, right, like he was a sociopath. He had already killed. He was going to. Like he, he's he was still gonna go be what he was going to be, yes. but in her mind, that's the crystallizing moment mm-hmm. that she had pushed him that's to cut open the bird. She puts it on herself. Story. She put it. She puts it on herself, but it's not her fault. And here's yeah. what I like too: is that the story starts and it does complicate her though, her complicity. Oh, yes, yes. Which it, is it, complications are always good. Yes, yeah. yes. I was worried that the beginning of this story was going to. The way that things are, the way that 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 it was being written, that it was going to put Elizabeth Frankenstein in a place equal to Victor in terms of, oh, we're both sociopaths, we're both mm-hmm. like Dexter, we're both because the mm-hmm. way she kept describing Victor, I was like, oh, I think she really might like agree love him, him, agree with him, yeah. yeah, she might agree with him, she, she might loves him, she found, but I don't know if it, it wasn't romantic, it was well, just it's very l- like, it's a yeah, need, it's a need love, yeah, it's yeah. a I love need that you need love. me and yes. And, yes. and back and forth, yes. right? But I was worried that they were going to put, I was worried that she was going to become a kind of a one note. Like a female Dexter, yeah, serial killer, sociopath. I thought that maybe by the end of the book, what was going to happen was that, um, because I'm going to be real. When I got it, I, 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 I was just kind of flipping through the pages, and I saw, oh, there's this big, like, thick black line oh, in this physical book. I love that part. And this is this. It's is so the, cool. Is the lightning strike? So I was like, oh, that's probably a spoiler, and then went <laughs> started reading. But then I knew in my head, I'm like, okay, there's going to be a lightning strike at the end. What's yeah. a lightning strike in the Frankenstein mythos? Okay, there's some monster is going to get brought to life. So you the whole time, awake. I thought. Yeah. I thought maybe there'll be like an inversion where 
because it's the dark descent of Elizabeth Frankenstein, Victor might get out of the picture at some point and maybe mm. she will inherit and become the Dr. Frankenstein and she'll be the one to sort of, you know, be the evil person who decides to bring this creature forth. Mm-hmm. So when the story started, I thought that's what was going to happen because the way she described the the agreeing with Victor, yeah. how he was special, how he saw the world in a way that she saw too mm-hmm. and that she needed him and vice versa. But then as the story kept going and we got the flashbacks and we understood her trauma, mm-hmm. it, I think it really did a great job of putting putting in her position of all of this was for survival. Yeah. Yep. All of this was for a woman who is just doing this to get by, to not get thrown in a mental institution. Mm-hmm. And guess what? She still does. She and still she was, does. And she was gaslit. And she mm-hmm. like all the stuff that is relevant to everything that's happening every single day today. Now, this is a silly comparison, but her state of mind is like she is fucking Jack Bauer in 24. And there was <laughs> always a fucking crisis yes. to handle. Yeah, she cannot. She handles rest. It. She's the only one who can fix yep. everything. Mm-hmm. And if yep. she doesn't do absolutely every step in front of her mm-hmm. correctly, people will die. She, yeah. she manipulates people, but only to you know when like, she's trying to get information from somebody yeah and she's trying to f- and again it's always just in the beginning of the book which i loved was this mystery of we don't know where victor is that's the mystery so for mm-hmm. the first half of the book yeah. first third of the book i'm like ooh, what a great mystery where did victor go mm-hmm. what happened to him and then they reveal oh, also uh, our childhood friend who's like a good person henry also disappeared i'm like that dude dead that dude is dead and yeah. he's the monster but uh, yeah, anyway i was like that dude a monster now girl <laughs> also dude, like girl uh, that dude a girl, big old monster yeah, now, monster <laughs> now. I, I knew girl, that, he that dude was... got bolts in his neck <laughs> yeah i was like he is straight up monstering it up Especially when like so then we then we go to the flashback of like them meeting him for the first time Mm -hmm. and how she's like, oh, my God, he's so good. And she's like, and I and and the way that she constantly tears herself down where she's like, I'm disgusting. I love Victor because I need him. He loves Victor because he's good and he just loves Victor. My looks are just a tool. I'm like so like nakedly manipulative. Mm -hmm. She like she really hates herself. Yeah. The Henry thing. I think that is that also in Frankenstein that Henry is. is the monster. And you know what else? His too? assistant. Oh, uh, no, I don't know if Henry's the monster, but I, I actually I don't know. And here's the deal. I, don't know I got either. to the end of this I can't book. can't remember. And I almost wanted to start reading Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. But, I immediately uh, but, went. <laughs> but I was like, you know what? No, I want to let this sit in my brain yeah. for at least a couple of years. I want this to be my version of well, Frankenstein nice, yeah. for for a while because like it, it, it kind of become the definitive like, well, here's the real story of what yeah. went down. Yeah. But the other thing, too, the original text had Elizabeth and Victor be cousins. And then they just got married, you know, because mm, it was the 18, yeah, that's whatever. What, what you that do. Which is so the, so the, the brilliance fact, of this is yes. they call themselves cousins. cousins. Yes. And then they get married, and but they they're not married. actually cousins. It, so like, it's she, a little okay. It's like <laughs> using every single part of the buffalo. Yeah, yeah it really <laughs> is. She does not leave anything on the table. Absolutely everything in Frankenstein gets used. Nothing mm-hmm. is thrown away. Mm-hmm. And it's all used to great effect like i really like that this isn't just gender swapped frankenstein yeah, i right. like that it's not like victoria frankenstein yeah. and i yeah. do the experiments and it's slightly yeah. different because yeah. i'm a woman instead it is giving a voice to the marginalized female yep. character who is already in the story yeah it's great i also like something that kirsten white does so well is that she is not only is she like brilliant with ideas and themes and feelings, yeah. but she's also incredibly detail oriented and yes. very obsessed with details and nothing goes wasted, kind of like the Buffalo thing. Mm-hmm. And like, I mean, it is just every single one of these characters is three dimensional. Yeah. And mm-hmm. even the fucking mom who's dead within mm-hmm. like 
You could you know, feel her, her situation, desperation. her desperation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then yeah. when she, oh God. And then when, so Elizabeth gets like some plague thing at some point when she's mm-hmm. still living with um, Victor. <laughs> mm-hmm. Some fucking plague she's thing. Like some kind of plague. I don't know. Babonic, black, yeah, I don't know. I some know. old timey plague. Old, like old timey plague. plague. Whatever. With rats. So the mom, <laughs> remember like, those fire epidemics <laughs> when people would just catch fire. <laughs> mm-hmm. So then the mom of Victor Frankenstein comes in mm-hmm. and she's like, I can't lose you yeah and that moment of even though elizabeth knows that she's saying that because she's like because i can't be alone with my son yeah um she's like i'll take it yeah and and then her she like gets spooned by the mom and that's like the only affection affection she's ever got from motherly affection and and then she catches it and then the mom dies yeah and then the mom says to her like he's your responsibility now and she's like oh fuck yep yeah and she thought it was like oh am i part of the family now she's like they're your responsibility she's like oh yeah and then later that's not what we got to talk about the senior frankenstein judge frankenstein judge fascinating character too because i was so sad such an up and down oh such an up and down hot and cold yeah yeah he was was a little fussy he yeah he was a little bit fussy fussy. in the beginning but similar story to where at one point he wrote a letter to uh elizabeth that that said i need you to come back because i can't lose it because again he already lost to victor and she read it and she read it it was to victor his mail and and it was to victor saying hey i need you to get Elizabeth and bring her back. I can't lose her. She's she's like a daughter to me. I care he's, about he's her. He's like he goes. Like, we lost our Elizabeth I, yeah, he, or something. You, we've like lost that. our Elizabeth. Yeah. I can't lose her. Not after all of this. And he's talking about he lost his wife and one of his children. Yes. And when Elizabeth first and read that, she was saying that's what we think. Elizabeth uh, reads it and goes again. Same thing. This is the most affection he's yeah. ever displayed towards me. I'll take it. And it wasn't even to her, but he yeah. but she took it. So she goes back and at one point during the book, she goes back after we find Victor. To the Frankenstein household. Mm -hmm. And it's just the little kids, the sort of housekeeper nanny, Justine, Mm -hmm. who Elizabeth brought in, Elizabeth herself, and then Judge Frankenstein. Because then Victor bails again. He leaves again. He's got to go. He's got to go. Because he's got to go chase his monster or whatever. While while Elizabeth is there with the judge, they start almost kind of building this relationship that's a father-daughter, a little, little, um, uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? Strained? A bit of a strained relationship. Yeah, it's a little tenuous. A little tenuous. But it's heartbreaking when, again, at the end of that, you learn- that the judge wanted Elizabeth to marry Victor, not mm-hmm. because he thought of her as his daughter as well and like was happy for them and his son, but because she also had an inheritance. Yeah. That, that she, was that her. She was that rich. It was her backstory. She didn't know. It was her she thought she was just trash. From and that he, old hag. And it was all true. It was all true. And, it's and he the had most all these debts. breaking oh. thing. But it's it it's fitting. It's perfect for the themes of this book, of this, you know, of 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 this female character who in a lot of ways represents, to me, uh, basically every marginalized female presence in any sort of sci-fi genre story mm-hmm. where the male character is the center, that that she is just being manipulated. She's itemized. It like It's all just to kind of further the male characters mm-hmm. in the story. And it's not something that like Kirsten White's not writing this in a way to be like, you know, to to kind of jump on whatever a bandwagon is happening now with Me Too and mm-hmm. with 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 women, you know, they've always been fed up with bullshit. But mm-hmm. finally having a voice to be like, no, this is dumb. This is dumb. This is dumb. This mm-hmm. is a problem. It's not something that's like like you were saying earlier, Lindsay, like the gender swap, like I'm Victoria Frankenstein. Isn't this? Look at this. Mm-hmm. It all is inherent in the in the origins of the original text. Yeah. Because of that afterward, because of that 
forward that she calls back to that, that, you know, the backstory of how the original piece of science fiction that Mary Shelley wrote was even created and her and her, the men in her life. I feel like it's all baked in there and it's really, really natural and it makes a lot of sense. So yeah, yeah. It sucks when the judge was crappy, but I was also like, well, crappy yeah. dude. Yeah. It, I mean, crappy all, people are going to be crappy. There were so like it, the. But Henry was good. Justine was good. But that, uh, that's I so had to look up details of Frankenstein <laughs> oh, please, please, just please. so we could talk yeah. about please, them. Please, please. Um, there is a Justine. She is hung for, hanged Damn. for William's murder. Shit. Whoa. It really, I did not see it coming and I'm wow. so stupid. It is the case <laughs> that they just found Elizabeth and raised her as his cousin, mm-hmm. not actually really? cousin. Really? That surprised me just now. Oh. Henry is just Victor's best friend from childhood. At some point he does die. I didn't want to just, just like straight up sit here and him? read. So I've been scanning. Sure. But um, Fascinating. he finds him Victor doesn't want Henry to see what he's made. Sure. Blah, blah, blah. That's so good. <laughs> Kill him when he becomes happy and gets married. Yeah. The monster Kills strangles Henry. Henry. Wow. Really? Yeah. Wow. Interesting. And that's uh-huh. another thing, too. One of the other reviews I saw on YouTube was upset that the monster who at first was Henry, but then also an amalgamation of like the shopkeeper mm-hmm. owner who was Mary's father. Mary's, Mary's uncle. We got to yeah. talk about Mary, Mary Delgado. She's, I love Mary. I feel like she's, she's an original great. character. And as soon as she oh. shows up, I was like, she's awesome. Yeah. And when, she, when she showed up later at also, the end, I was, I was like, kind of shipping awesome. her and Elizabeth. Yeah, me too. Because they had they some like chemistry. A, they were like a throuple. They were, it was all, it was oh, all when there. They, when they were a little like yeah, family. thruple family, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was so happy. I was <laughs> I like, was yeah. I was like, oh, let them just run around together yeah. forever. I loved I'm that. I'm like, first kill Victor. Go yeah, find gotta him. Kill, Victor. kill him. But gotta kill the shit out of Victor. you and the monster and Mary could just like be a weird three family unit. Yeah. Unit. It'll work. I wanted that But she was great. So when Henry became the monster. Oh yeah, so they were They were mad because, again, to their reading of the original text, that the monster's whole drive in Mary Shelley's Frankenstein was like vengeance Mm -hmm. upon Victor. And I'm like, yeah, but also, again, my reading from when I read that original book and when I was a teenager was that, again, he had all this compassion. He had it was almost like. The Enigma of Casper Hauser. <laughs> Kelly, I brought it up again. Oh, oh my, my God. God. Seriously? Wow. I saw you did wow. that podcast. Very wow. weird. It I, really is. It, you know what? Best oh, movie I've ever seen. Best movie ever. I think, I think it's the best movie ever made. I think Werner Herzog's The Enigma of Casper Hauser is the, the greatest, weirdest. Greatest I think movie. it's the greatest movie ever of all time. I, I don't know why it has become such a staple of my everyday it's, it's life. It's a lightning rod of conversation. <laughs> yes. It's a li- like everything yeah. in my life. It always goes back to Casper now. Casper. It goes back Casper. to Casper. But Casper I Hauser. I've this now. If you guys don't know, it's a 1974 German film about an apparently true <laughs> it's story. It's a sketch group. Is it really? Is it really? Yeah. Great name. Casper Hauser or, or yeah. the Enigma, Enigma of Casper Hauser? Casper Hauser. Amazing. There's something see the sketch close group. to that. I got to go see the sketch group. And it's like, give us a suggestion. I'll be like, a foundling, a foundling child. And then they'll be like, <laughs> great. All right. All right, buddy. You've seen Thanks. the movie. You... I'll be like, uh, uh, a piano. Learn to play piano. <laughs> um, when you uh, throw a rock, an uh, apple over a foot. Uh, a tear that explodes from someone's <laughs> eyes. All right. We're losing everybody, we're, Kelly. Let's yeah, bring yeah. you back. Okay, okay. The point is, is that my reading of the original Frankenstein text was the monster was the hero, like you said, Lindsay, mm-hmm. and he was compassionate sure. and he mm-hmm. wanted to like express himself and he had mm-hmm. all these complex emotions and he yeah, he had super strength and stuff he couldn't he didn't know his own strength basically the moment he but accidentally kills him. William yes. breaks my yes. fucking heart yeah. yeah yeah and that's why the twist in this book I did not see coming because I was like oh the monster killed 
him. That yeah. sucks. Yeah, me too. And then the me monster too. picked up shocked. the locket because he had some kind of a weird residual memory yeah. and put the locket in her room. Because he was with, like, maybe it with, goes there. Without meaning to frame her. Yeah. Poor Justine and was like, okay, bye. And then like Justine gets framed and it's so, so sad. And then she died and that sucked. But when they revealed that like Victor killed the little boy, his little brother. Yeah. At, to frame Justine. To frame to Justine get her to body. get her body. That is some complicated <sighs> shit. Also, awesome. like, I will say, I did think that was a bit more complicated than it needs to be. I, was, I love a okay. complex character. He's a busy villain. But he is a, <laughs> a very, very busy villain. We've, he that's is a, trope. a fucking, busy villain. He's uh, got, he's Richie got, Tankersley Cusick yes, level busy villain. Busy villain. Because mm. he's mm. got to he's a busy bee. hunt down the the yeah. the creature. He's got to also like be constantly doing research. He has to well, find remember, bodies. Remember, he, has, he, has he would read, like he would so stay up bodies. basically all night, all night. and read. He, well, he'd to, have those fugue states. Where his body would shut down and he would get a fever because as Elizabeth described, like his body just needed to like reset and rest because he was constantly doing that. I'm like, all right. That kind of guy exists. Like, you know that, like where they're just like, I'm just sucked into my work. And it's like, all right, guy. Buddy, you got to get some sleep. I'm giving myself a fever. I'm so dramatic and genius. Stop. Because he is being very dramatic, right? He'll like throw himself down and like Mm -hmm. be in like feverish fits. Mm -hmm. And then everybody has to take care of Victor. And it's just very like. You walk on eggshells around a person like that. Yes. And they're real people like that. They walk into a a room and and they. You walk on those eggshells because he killed all those birds. Yeah. (laughs) He killed all those birds. (laughs) And so they're just everywhere. That's where the eggshells came from. That's nice. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. But there are people like that in the real world. And everyone just has to like deal with them because that's how they are. Yeah. Absolutely. But you know what else I liked about this book is is going back to Henry and Justine being like the goody goodies in the story mm-hmm. is that the way that Elizabeth talks about Justine, I wasn't, I was never like annoyed no, or frustrated no. or sort of like, like rolling my eyes at how good of a person Justine was. I bought it. I bought it too, and sinker. Too. I'm like, she's a sweetie. We have to protect her at all costs. Mm-hmm. And then she straight up got killed. Yeah. And, and, and she was dead, worked. dead, dead, period. Yes. Like just dead. Yeah. yeah. And, and the, the scene with her in, and uh, Elizabeth in the prison cell, in the jail cell, before oh, she, where she act like she sad. after she admitted to killing this little mm-hmm. boy that she had raised basically and loved, and then Elizabeth storms in there. Why did you do this? And she was like, "You don't understand. That man was yelling at me and telling me that if I didn't admit it, that I would go to hell." So I wanted to do the one time I've ever sinned is I lied and said I did it just so that I can get into heaven. Because he threatened excommunication, yeah, which so, is like the one she thing was, she couldn't. Because she was like a she devout. Was yeah, devout. Was like yeah. that would have been the end of her. And oh. then also her reasoning for why she didn't want to have her own kids. Yeah. was so sad. So because sad. she's like, because I'm like, she's like, I'm too damaged and I come from too much of a traumatic. Like she goes, if I have anything of my mom in me, yeah. she abused me and I don't want to pat, you know, she, yeah. she beat me down to the point where I believed I was worth this and I don't want to pass that along. And you're like, yeah. wow. And she's like, I already know I love these two boys. Yeah. And I'll love your kids, Elizabeth. Yes. And she's like, and I don't, but I don't know how I'll feel about my own. So I Ugh. can't take that risk. And she's like, it's a very fascinating, like, thing about her state of mind because she is both like she saw something evil in me Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. at the same time I know that that's not true Mm -hmm. but I don't want to be that mom to my kids where I just like Mm -hmm. have that madness in me Mm -hmm. so it's like she knows it's not the case but she cannot make herself believe it something Kirsten White is 
very good at is writing about how parents can fuck up their kids. She did yeah. that in the Anti Darken trilogy. She did that in this one. Did um, you read that Slayer book she wrote? Have not read it. What? I know. Kelly. I know. That's like so on brand for I you. It's about a watcher who becomes a Slayer, isn't cool. it? Cool. <laughs> I think. <laughs> wow. Kelly just turned into a 13 year old. Awesome. Awesome. I'm going to eat some gushers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Casper Hauser is a sketch group, by oh, the way. They cool. wrote Sky Mall, M A U L. Uh-huh. Which is just a parody of the Sky Mall oh, books. I think I've seen magazines. ads for that. They're very funny. I love LA. They have yeah. this one sketch where it's like a game show where you have one minute to call a certain point in history and give them as much advice as you possibly can. <laughs> <laughs> and one of the things is uh, the guy ends the call with and he's like running out of time. And he's like, uh, mm, and um, and it's like, you've got 30 seconds left. And he goes, uh, mm, some of the popes are evil. Some of the popes are evil. <laughs> <laughs> and that gets stuck in my That's head a lot. Great. Some of the popes That's are great. evil. Um, uh, here, here's another thing I liked about when we're talking about Justine. Again, also Henry was a good dude and I rooted for him and I thought he was like, I thought he was lovely and I thought the way he approached romance with Elizabeth was like, I'm like, that's that's appropriate for the time, but it's yeah. also 2019 appropriate and it's a fucking bummer that you're going to get killed by Victor because he's a real piece of shit because you were like a cool dude. But I oh, love man, that every yeah. time every time Justine would, would come down on herself, Elizabeth would like turn around and be yeah. like, you're worthy. Yeah. Don't yeah. say that. I know that you would, ha- you would be a great mom. I know that you you would be, you know, you're worthy of this and this and this. And then and yet, when she also can't say that to herself, to herself, she cannot say it to herself. But at later in the story, another fantastic female character who didn't doesn't need somebody to do that for her, which is Mary Delgado, fucking love shows Mary. up at the end, and oh. Mary busts her out like she's like the Terminator in Terminator Two, like getting Linda Seriously? Hamilton yeah. out of this yeah. mental institution. She's like, "Come with me if you want to live." And when she and and Mary, I think, does to Elizabeth what Elizabeth was doing for Justine. Yes. Where it's like, "No, stop. We're gonna go kill this guy. Mm-hmm. He was lying to you. You're worthy. Let's do this." Also, from the very beginning, right when she meets Mary, yeah. And she like lies to Mary and Mary just kind of like looks at her and she's like, like, all right, you know what? Don't bullshit me. She's like, I'm going to go break into that house and sorry. And then Mary's like, "Okay, well, you can crash my place. Yeah. And then she totally calls her out on the arson thing because, okay, the part where she breaks in. So they're 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 looking for uh, Victor at the Mm -hmm. beginning of the book. And it's her, Justine and Mary. And Mary Mm -hmm. meets them and instantly is like, this one's too good for the world. Mm -hmm. And you, I don't really trust you, but I like you. But I like you. And you guys are up to some shenanigans. What's happening? Something's going on. I should probably help you. I haven't heard from my dad in a while. Uncle. uh, My uncle. Yeah, I haven't heard from my uncle in a while. And, um, uh, uh, you know, he was friends with Victor and now you're looking for Victor. I want to go check up on this guy. Because she's like, I got my own thing going on too. You're going to Provide me with some entertainment for this yeah. boring afternoon because nobody's going to walk into my bookstore. Yeah. So let's do this. You. You're weird. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's like, I'll go. And then uh, Elizabeth mm-hmm. goes into the because they go I to these say like that Elizabeth is overconfident of her skills as a liar. Oh, because, mm. yeah, at first it works for some people. It does not work for the mean lady at the house. It doesn't work on women. Exactly. It doesn't work on women. It works on exactly. men. Because Mary instantly, too, is like... Mm-hmm. But that uh, kind of makes okay. sense, though, don't you think? Because her whole life up to that point has been dictated by men. And she's yeah. been lying well, and to... And how to deal with Victor. And, and how it's to a deal very with different set of skills to hone your yeah. uh, ability to be what men need you to yes, be versus, versus what women need you to yes. be. Yes. And exactly. so it doesn't work on women. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, so Mary is like, okay, I'm going to take you guys to this like shitty part of town where Victor is supposedly staying. Yeah. 
They go in and she fucking locks them out. That was so funny to I me. I was like, girl. <laughs> and open the door. She looks at everything and she's like, she goes, hey, did that guy climb out of the river that he fell oh, into? Yeah, Go I check it out. And then closes the door. They're like, huh? Hey, what's that over there? So there's a really weird comedic moment because right before they were, as they walk up to this house, this drunken, like homeless guy kind of shambles up to him. He's like, hey, ladies, don't go over there. Spooky. And they're like, what? And he goes, boo. And then he like trips back. Monsters. He trips. He goes, monsters. And then he like to spook him. And then he's like starts to fall and Elizabeth can see that he's about to trip over this ledge and fall into like the river and she's like doesn't help him. So it's kind of like, did you, Elizabeth, did you just murder this guy? Because yeah. he goes, oh, oh, and falls, splash. And then she's like, oh, that sucks. That's too bad. Yeah. Oh. It's, it's a little bit of like <laughs> stuff so that she learned from Victor. A little. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and she's just like, hmm. And then Justine's like, oh, no, do you think he'll survive? And she's like, yeah. eh, there's bubbles. Dead people don't make bubbles. <laughs> yeah. She, yeah. She's like, she's like, Justine, he'll probably, it probably happens all the time. It's yeah, probably yeah. fine. Anyway, yeah. let's go he's check out this house. Feel better if anything, but and then she yeah. uses that guy. Uses it. Oh, oh did, did, did he? Is he getting did, out? Did he come out? And <laughs> slam like, the door. Did he? Is he getting out? Yeah. <laughs> and then slam, slam the door. Lock. And yep. And then she's like, she's like, wait Ooh, the fuck up, Victor. That I gotta was get to close. Work. I gotta get to work. She's like, it smells like the Forever Dog Studio in here. It smells like <laughs> shit. It's not what? that bad. It's not that. She's bad. like, what the fuck are it's you doing in bad. here? And he's like, out of it. And she's like, something's up. Yeah. Upstairs. Yep. Um. She's like, can't deal with that now. So then they start to kind of she she opens the door and she's like, oh, Victor, he like looks so bad. And they're like, mm. go get a doctor. They're, they're like, what's that like? Oh, there's like dripping or something. And then she's mm-hmm. like, mm, he really needs a doctor. Look how sick he is. And they're like, uh, OK, so then and then Mary's like, should we be sending Justine alone? Like, I just feel like mm-hmm. should she be mm-hmm. here or should she be going? Mm-hmm. And um, uh Elizabeth, Elizabeth is like she can stay and like Justine is like about to puke like looking at the room and yeah. Mary's like I think I'm she needs to go, go. Yeah. So then I'll she go with her yeah. let's go we'll go get a doctor so they leave mm-hmm. and Elizabeth's like I gotta look upstairs mm-hmm. and she looks upstairs it's great this had a lot of like I was picturing this with a lot of the same like I was Picturing this as a movie while I was yes, reading it, it's, it could so be made into a movie. Yes. I would not be surprised at all if yeah. it is. And yeah. the I, I was picturing a lot of the similar cinematography. And I really look forward to it because we'll be writing it. Yeah, <laughs> I would glad. Yes. That'll be fun. Kirsten, y'all should write it. Kirsten, Kirsten, Kirsten. Kirsten. do you hear us? Do you hear us? Kirsten, 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 can you hear me? <laughs> I was picturing like a lot of the same cinematography as um, Wit- the Witch. If you guys mm, have seen that movie, the Witch. The Witch. Yes. Um, like okay. a lot of that, like very dark, like in that moment where she is up in that attic. Bah. And yeah. Bah. What is his name? Uh, William. Black Philip. Oh, Black Philip. Bah. Too spooky. <laughs> William. Where did I get yeah. that? William the uh, goat. William the goat. Um, <laughs> Billy goat. But so she's like, she sees this like movement in the shadows mm. and she hears this like tapping noise. Mm-hmm. And she's like, man, it smells much worse up here. And it's like like blood, but not blood. Yeah, like That's mixed with right. something. That's weird. And she's like, "There's wetness everywhere. It's like blood, but not blood." Also, and hmm. we're all in the audience, hmm. like, "It's bodies, like, we're like <laughs> it's girl, fake blood. it's Frankenstein." And she's like, "Your boy Vicky made fake blood." <laughs> and then she's like, um, "Oh, it's a big like carrion bird, mm-hmm. and it's this huge <sighs> fucking grotesque bird." Oh, now yeah, I, get I it. forgot a about bird. that. Duh, now yeah. I get it. And she's like, "Ah." And she's like, throw. She like throws something at the bird. And the bird's like, ah, and it flies away. And then she's like, what could be in this very stinky box? And we're all like, 
bodies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're dead. Part. It's Payson. Your part. Uh, yeah. And it's she's Victor Frankenstein. It's your boyfriend. He's Victor Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> Victor did it. Yeah. He did it. You and know she, he did it. And she's like, ew, what Look, could it be? But she's Henry. but she covers it up. She covers, she covers it, up it up by first of all, she opens she a trunk by there's, burning it there's down. Body parts, uh, body parts and animal, animal parts. parts. And she straight up pukes everywhere. She pukes. I love that she pukes everywhere. She pukes, she cleans herself up and she finds like a journal. And yeah. again, that's one thing I do remember of the Frankenstein yeah. original mm-hmm. text. Is I was like, there's a journal. All his little spooky yeah. secrets are in there. This is fascinating. Yeah. So she covers that up, goes back to help Victor, locks the sort of attic. The cellar, whatever mm-hmm. it is, the attic, comes down and ha- has the doctor remove Victor and they get him out of there. Yeah, she's like, it's when urgent. Let's we go. Have let's to go. Leave. We have to yeah. leave. This place is probably making him sick. So she sends Justine back to the very bad, like crappy hotel for women that, that they were staying in, but only Justine so that the they can she, she can be like locked in overnight. The sort of like housekeeper lady is protecting her there, whatever. Mary offers uh, Elizabeth to kind of crash at her pad because yeah, Mary's like, I want to go buy some clothes. Yeah. For Victor, because his clothes are all messed up. I need Elizabeth. to visit him. Oh, yeah. Elizabeth Sorry. says that. Yeah. Elizabeth's like, I need to go buy some clothes because Victor's clothes are all messed up. And I'm going to visit him in the in the in his like hospital in the morning. And we can't go back into our because boarding house. I'll be stuck in there. Because we'll they be won't let me in or out after, after dark. After dark. And I have to be running around at dark. Yeah. To get clothes. <laughs> I got it. And Mary's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. How about we She's send like, Justine back? You crash at my pad, I, I guess. I smell a rat, but I'm going to let it She's slide. like, I'm also very curious. So mm-hmm. here's a coat. Mm-hmm. And then no, not here's a coat. Oh no, no, no! It's okay. Not here's a coat. Well, I, guess, later. I guess meet you back at she's my like, place. Okay. Or she you lets her buy her coat. Or no, she doesn't let her buy. It's her later. coat. Her coat. It that's is right. Elizabeth's. Mm-hmm. Coat. So Elizabeth's like, great. I'm getting away with it. Which we're yeah. all like, no, you're not. Yeah. I thought she was going to get away with it. I thought she was going to get away with it. Mary Delgado. She knows. Okay. So she goes. Never underestimate Mary Delgado. So she goes and she burns the fucking place down, and then she goes back like in the middle of the night. Like she sees like this big thing jump, jump out, out into the river. Into the river. And she's like, ooh, what was that? And we were all like, that's Frankenstein's And we're monster. like, that's Frankenstein's <laughs> monster. Henry. That's Henry. It's, it's fucking Henry. Henry. It's yeah. Henry. Yeah. And she's like, ah, what is that? We'll never know. Runs back and uh, gets herself back into Mary's place and goes to sleep. Uh-huh. Wakes up, opens the door. Mary's there holding her coat and says, hey, uh, your coat smells like smoke. Yeah. You did arson. And she's yeah. like, mm, Did you do an you arson? You did arson. You did an arson and last she's night. Like, she's like, I did I do an arson. Know. Mm-hmm. And did kind of, I she kind did of I? breaks down her defenses and goes, look, lady, you can bullshit men, mm-hmm. but you can't bullshit me. So what's up? Like, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna, like, you can trust me. Like, what's going on? And then she's like, oh, okay, fine. Yes, I did. I did. Mm-hmm. I'm doing it to protect Victor. She's like, okay, cool. Well, we'll get rid of this coat and he'll be, you know, whatever. Yeah. And she's kind of like, like helping her. And I, and I love that scene. That was a great scene. Yeah. I, I, I loved that. And I also really loved to, um, there were some things that happened in this book that I knew were probably going to happen mm-hmm. and yet was so heartbroken that they did yeah yeah one was when justine in fact dies when little william yep. dies after like so after the chapter I, of getting I knew, to know him i, I was knew like, something yep. fucked up was gonna happen mm-hmm. when she's like hmm i think i actually like these kids yeah and she <laughs> like, was getting oh, along it pretty was, sweet and then it was like they were a little family it was like um justine her and the two boys yeah were like a little family and then the dad joins because it's like the second she doesn't have to be who victor needs her to be she can actually enjoy life and be herself Mm -hmm. and it's like oh she actually does like the kids Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm when she's around Victor, she has to be like, I'm above liking kids. Yeah, yeah she's like, ew, they're I'm so simple. Cool girl. I like you and the most, Victor. Like, yeah. I don't even want 
children. Yeah. Which yeah. I'm not saying is only a cool girl yeah. thing, but clearly she does like children. Yeah. She and likes she's those saying kids. that she doesn't but so she, that she is Victor's yeah. ideal mate. Yeah. Well, she also like like hadn't even bothered to even think of them as people before. She's like, yep. I know all these sports statistics. I just I yeah. love sports. Yeah, she's like, I really love like whiskey and steak. I yeah. am not like the other like, girls. I love like wings. And <laughs> I like hate salads. <laughs> <laughs> that is what she's doing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That, that is. She's doing the Victor Frankenstein. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline version of mm-hmm. I like whiskey not Cosmos mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. you yeah, can like both guys pretending like to be both. sweet smiling mm-hmm. like knowing how to use your smiles mm-hmm. uh, I thought it was awesome I, I took pictures of some little sections I really liked in the yeah. book uh, here is Elizabeth Frankenstein's uh, thoughts on religion and God mm-hmm. she said about God if he was watching that meant he had always been watching and if he had always been watching what a spiteful mean old man he was to watch and do nothing for me for Justine no Justine would insist that God had answered her prayers by sending me and she would probably say that God had answered my prayers by sending Victor but that was not possible I had not prayed as a child and I certainly did not now surely God so stingy with his miracles would not answer an unoffered prayer I did not repent of my distance from God if I wanted help I would find it myself yeah <laughs> That, I'm, that, I'm reading that and I'm like, I like this character. I really like her. I really fucking like her. Yeah. Um, I am combing the Frankenstein Wikipedia looking for Mary. Uh, uh, I Is bet it just you Mary Shelley? I bet you Mary's a new character. I feel like she's named I, for Mary Shelley. I feel like she's named for Mary Shelley and mm-hmm. I feel like... I was going to say that she is a Kirsten White stand-in. Yes. Where she's like, what if I just like wrote myself into the story and like and just saved like, Elizabeth? What if and I just was like, just like a really cool character <laughs> yeah. that like, just like, like what if I was just like yeah. a badass yeah. and broke into a mental institution yeah. and I was like, you don't have to live like this. Elizabeth. Speaking yeah. of the mental institution, I have a quote yes. that I really oh fucking Oh my loved. God. The whole section in the mental that institution. Was that was another part that you could read the whole section. I'd be fine with it. <laughs> I loved that part. And that it, was another frustrating thing. Again, one of these YouTube oh. reviews, someone said that whole point was that whole section was stupid and pointless. What? And I was I'm like, sorry. I was like, that really Excuse? is, I was like, that really is the thesis of this whole book. Like yeah. that, to me, I feel like the whole book is an exercise in getting this character to this point so that you can explore what it is to be a woman who has been gaslit mm-hmm. and no one and no institutions will that's believe you amazing. and help you. And that's what this, She's that's what the story is. Yes. The story you cannot yeah. where she learns oh, because how yeah. let me tell you why. all of her survival instincts Because were. the reviewer, and it's a valid opinion, was frustrated that Victor Frankenstein would put her in that. I'm sorry. And I was like, well, again, she was, just had a different just, reading okay, of can I ask this you a reviewer question? had a different reading of Victor as a character from the original text versus mine. Can I okay, ask you a question that is, is very loaded? Different. Sure. Was it a man? 
No. What? Yeah. Betrayer. This, this <laughs> betrayer to the gender. What do you, yeah. what do you like? Like wings <laughs> and not salads? Yeah. What are you, cool, cool girl? Are you cool, cool girl. girl? This, this, uh, this young woman had an absolutely valid opinion of, of, uh, of Kirsten White's novel, but I think that she was a fan of, I was describing her earlier. The review had the, the perspective of, she felt that Victor Frankenstein, the original character, was the hero of that story and that like the creature and the monster may have been the antagonist. And she oh, felt that this book swapped both of those things. I and again, I'm like, OK, know. I'm like, you can listen. So does Hollywood, I guess. Like, but even then, not really. My reading of that text I just, was I, I, I want just, I want in my heart I, of hearts. I, it's just oh, I, I just OK. Uh, here, okay. OK, I uh, it's just like in my heart just, of hearts. I want I, to be able to say mm. that like a people. People are like entitled to their like sure, interpretations sure, 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 and opinions, but it's like yes, 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 yes. It's just like, but it's like it's like there's like there's a burning in my chest because I want to say more than that. It's like 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 it's just like it's just like I don't want to say that you don't have the right to your opinion, like but I will come no find that person and say no, you're wrong, yes, you're wrong, but it's like. No. Victor Frankenstein is a kidding me? Yeah. That I don't, is not. You're being very kind. You're being very kind. interpretation. Can, I sure. cannot see He's that. The hero? I just can't. I okay. Can't. Should you know, he kill Elizabeth? Obviously not. Right. It's very sad. Sure. Right. But the, he's the creature. clearly the innocent in this story. Yeah. yeah. In the original text. That blows my mind yeah. that somebody in this day and age would read Frankenstein and they, go, Poor they, Victor. I think I think they also enjoyed that Victor Frankenstein in the original text was in, was interested in his experiments because he just kind of wanted to know the 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 mystery of death, right? That that was the character's motivation. Cut to this story, and this reviewer was commenting on how like, well, now the context is. Elizabeth being adopted, quote unquote, mm-hmm. at five years old, becomes his sort of life mate. And at one point, because she becomes really sick, mm-hmm. Victor becomes obsessed with, I don't want the, my loved ones to die. But here's I where I'll interject. Death. Can I can I interject Please. with this? Because I think that, sure, it evolves into, I'm going to make sure that Elizabeth never dies. Right. But do we, we not do remember see, him killing Robert? Yeah, there, yes. there, there are moments, too, where he, remember, oh, the part with the deer, very... I will say that guys, was his yeah. mo all right along. And when yes. he and when he's looking at the deer, right? He mm-hmm. says, "What? Where? What part of it gives it life? Mm-hmm. Like where is?" And he was when he does that game where he plays corpse with her, mm-hmm. and he like is examining her, and he mm-hmm. says, "What part of you makes you you?" Mm-hmm. He is already. He's like always that. had that. So I agree. So that he's curiosity. Just, that's. It's just that it turns into. An immediate drive. Yes. It, it has mm-hmm. suddenly, That's it's not excuse. just about learning. It's right. about a means right. or a, a like purpose. Right. And yeah. Elizabeth is just like almost incidental to his curiosity about. I agree. Right. How I, life think, works. I think that's Kirsten White's take on it as well. I think mm-hmm. that Kirsten White took the character of Victor Frankenstein and basically answered the question, what would drive a person to get to that point in their search for knowledge? That is to, always to, her, right? her question. To, to, push, yeah. to, to go against so much of the social norms. Even back then, you can't yeah. just dig up bodies. What, like, what are you yeah. doing? Yeah, no, Kirsten's answer is, up. this kid was always fucked up. Mm-hmm. He's using whatever excuses he can to get to the point where he needs to, and they're all bullshit, well, and, 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 and he will whole, kill people. His whole life is yeah. people making it easier for him to do what he wants to do. Yes. And he also, 
we all have that question, right? We all have the question of what makes us us. What is a soul? What is a being? What is it? Do we have souls? Are we, you know, like everyone has those fucking questions. Open a deer to figure it out. (laughs) I will just have that question. I'll just have that question. I cracked open a deer earlier. I feel (laughs) like just kind of. I I will barely crack open a frog in science class, and even that was that even even (laughs) that was a thing during my high school year, where it was even that controversy of like, should we still be doing this? Like, you know what we did in our class that in our anatomy class that I still like get really barfy thinking about and this is especially if you guys know me big cat lady we dissected a cat (gasps) i forgot about that i forgot about you saying that you know what i think there should i think think there should be there more than one way (laughs) (laughs) pretty much just one (laughs) pretty much just one alec go back to your little laptop with I, you your know, cute little can Hawaiian I get, shirt. Can I get back to read that <laughs> I don't that need quote. your groan on my dad joke. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to get to that quote that I uh, pulled up earlier, which is from when they're in the mental institution. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. <laughs> Sorry. There is, it's just one line, but I love it. It's forever. Ago. That was forever ago. Well, because I, I got distracted. That was forever dog ago. <sighs> That's good. Where's my groan, Alec? <laughs> okay. Um, so she's talking about how, like the process of, She's sitting in the dining hall and she's like looking at all the other women and she's looking at like how they have no more of their possessions and nothing and they're just sitting. Mm -hmm. And she says they had stripped us of everything we were taught made us women and Mm -hmm. then told us we were mad. And I was like, girl, true. Mm -hmm. Here's here's another one I love. Another one I love earlier Mm -hmm. in the book. uh, Victor Frankenstein. um, No, this is Henry. This is no, this is between. I'm trying to. It honestly doesn't matter at this point. They're interchangeable because both <laughs> of the dudes may have overstepped something. It, uh, maybe yeah. not, but somebody says, "I am sorry, I kissed you, Elizabeth. I am sorry for oh, that that's, too." That's Henry. He kisses Henry. Yeah. Henry when she and was Henry a corpse. apologizes, mm-hmm. and Henry says, "I." Li- uh, and then the story says, "I lifted my fingers to my lips to find my." Easy smile had abandoned me. You cannot do it again. His face was a portrait of disappointment. Will you answer something for me truthfully? I nodded, but I knew I would not, regardless of what the question was. The truth was not a luxury I could indulge in. That yeah. line where I was like, that's really good. Yeah. That's so good and sums up the character. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She could not indulge in the luxury of being truthful. Mm-hmm. Whereas the... The, the dudes were the whole time. Yeah. yeah. Always. Always. Yeah. They could always speak their mind. I, on the subject of uh, this other uh, reviewer's interpretation. Yes, please. Of, sure. me. And again, I don't, I'm not speaking for this reviewer. I'm kind of paraphrasing, obviously. Sure, sure. I'm just using a and lot I of the think, points I remember as a springboard for conversation. Yeah. And I think it's yeah. very cool that you are acknowledging that yeah. and leaving space for her interpretation. Yeah. Whereas like, if she came in here right now, <laughs> Kelly and I would be like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then you would be like, I think you're entitled to your... And we'd be like, get out. I've and I'd got... be like, Hector, shut the fuck up. Have shut up. I've gotten used to that, you guys. Shut it's, up. I've, I've spent um, most of my life with people telling me like, I think Batman should straight up murder people. And I'm like, listen, you're entitled <laughs> to your <laughs> interpretation. It's valid. Uh, sure, I disagree. Sure, sure. Yeah. I, I think that sure, sure. breaks the character of Batman. But no, go on. you've had yeah. far more practice than we. Uh, yeah. Um, but I think it is interesting. And I don't want to assume Kirsten White was doing this. Okay. And I don't. I also particularly don't want to paint Mary Shelley as a victim in her life. Sure, right. sure, sure. Right. However, this viewing, like doing a complete turn on Victor in this book, mm-hmm. as opposed to giving him any like real shades, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which he's still a compelling character, even though he Very. doesn't have like shades of he's, sanity. He's, he's a really compelling just the one insane villain. shade. He's a compelling, compelling villain. villain. And even like... The way Doctor Doom is a compelling... Darth Vader is a compelling yeah, villain. Yeah. They're bad. Yeah. Killed so, younglings. 
I <laughs> think the way that I'm going to speculate that Kirsten White was attacking this mm-hmm. is because she was saying that she came up with the idea for Elizabeth when reading Mary Shelley's own mm-hmm. note. Yes. Where it's like she wasn't even giving herself enough credit. Yes. She Mary Shelley was making herself into something mm-hmm. that Lord Byron and Percy Shelley would find acceptable mm-hmm. and admirable. Mm-hmm. And so it makes sense that she would tell a story and give Victor all of these chances and over justify mm-hmm. what he was doing mm. and say like, well, he was doing it because of this and we can understand that. And even though his choices were reprehensible, his motives were okay. And, and, justify and justify and justify which is what elizabeth does for victor the entire Mm -hmm. book and then it's not until the end where mary delgado Mm -hmm. comes in possibly the kirsten white Mm stand-in and goes girl Mm -hmm. no Mm -hmm. we gotta go kill your husband and it's finally confronting like you can only justify so much until you confront the full truth of if a person can do this, mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, you can't explain away their behavior yep. forever. If he did this, yep. he has problems. Yes. Problems. And and we can't you you just you need to stop. You need to stop explaining you, it away. Yeah, you need yeah. to stop making There's, him the hero of uh, your life. Another yes. great section, page two forty seven. Uh, Elizabeth says, I swear to you, if I had suspected, I would never have protected him. I told Mary, then paused. Was that true? I did not know. Not for certain. It was so hard sorting through what was left of me when I cut off the parts that existed for others. Yeah. That's so good. Girl. I also, I want to, I I want to, this more than anti-darken. As as beautiful as that narrative is, just these hard-hitting things in this book. Yeah. I also, I want to jump off of that part because this is, I think, shortly after. So she's talking, um, so it's it's her and um, Mary, this is when they're the cute throuple. Mm -hmm. So it's her, Mary, (laughs) and Adam, and who is uh, the monster. And uh, she and Mary are talking and Mary's like, "Uh, he's a genius. And she's like, who? And he's, she's like, Victor, I mean, he was like fucked up, but he was like, yeah, he, he was onto something. Yep. She says, his mind is truly remarkable. I sighed. It was not his mind I loved. It was his esteem for me. He valued me when no one else did. And I thought it made me special that he loved only me. I should have realized that his inability to love anyone else just meant something was wrong with him. Oh, Elizabeth, you sweet, sad thing. Mary said <laughs> brightly, I think you're special. And I love a lot of people. Well, I love some people. She paused. At least two people. Mm. I definitely love two people. As long as you count Adam as a person, which we do. And I was like, <laughs> which we do. I d- there was a weirdness once they leave the big, big confrontation with Victor when he shoots Mary. Oh, yeah. I was getting the sense that all of a sudden it was it was a little rushed. The ending mm. felt a little rushed Well, because they me. jump right over. Yeah. yeah. And the, the end confrontation doesn't match the larger confrontation of when they flee from Victor mm-hmm. initially. Mm. Um, and I did sort of feel like they all started to get a little more modern. Oh, did they feel... They, eh, yeah, maybe. Because they're talking in longer... 
like chunks. Maybe. And maybe because it's two women who are being honest and true to themselves as opposed to two women sort of conforming to the ideals of old timey society. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I yeah, can't put it, my finger on it, uh, but, but I, 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 I had get this that. like vague yeah. sense. I get that. But I wanted to. Especially when Adam jumped in and he was like, what's that? Well, he, yeah. was like, <laughs> he was like, what's that? He's like, yo, like, yeah, are we yeah, turned? He did shock us. Who's turned? Are we turned? Let's go kill yeah. Victor. Yeah. And, and I was like, that's new. Oh, where's the beef? I love that commercial too. You were like, Taco Bell. And then they spiked the camera. Mary was like looking at the creature. She's like, I don't know. He's pretty thick with two C's. Yeah. He, can, he can get it. He can get it. He can be my zaddy. Um, so I wanted to read this section just going back to all yeah. the like Mary and everything. Um, so it's at the end of uh, Kirsten White's explanation of how she came up with the idea of uh, Elizabeth. Um, she's finishing up. Mary Shelley adored her husband. She kept his heart wrapped in a sheet of his poetry in her desk until she died. But that passage made me want to break something (laughs) because Percy makes certain to note that if people knew Lord Byron was writing at the same time Frankenstein was drafted, they would certainly prefer his work. Mm -hmm. And that's she's Mm -hmm. like, I want to break something. Yeah. Frankenstein wouldn't exist without Lord Byron and Percy Shelley's challenge or Percy Shelley's encouragement to Mary Shelley to keep writing. But the genius was all Mary's still at publication for decades after. Even today, people gave all the credit to the men around her. After all, how could a girl, a teenage girl, accomplish something so great? Yep. So my questions began to take shape. How much of who we are is shaped by those around us? What happens when everything we are depends on someone else? And as always, where are the girls? Even Mary's wild and expansive imagination could not put a girl at the forefront of this story. They're relegated to the background, mere caricatures. And that was where I found my story, with a girl given to a boy as a gift, with a girl whose whole life revolves around the brilliant boy she loves, with a girl who inadvertently helps create a monster, Mm -hmm. with a teenage girl, because as Mary Shelley proved, nothing is more brilliant or terrifying than that. (laughs) So cool. I I know, right? Um, I also wanted to say how cool was it? So like the end of Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, right, is um, he's being chased by the monster. I think right? so. Like in the, the Arctic, in the circle. Arctic right? Yeah. They're in the fucking snow. Yep. Being chased by Frank and by Victor. Yes. Who is mm-hmm. basically the monster yeah. that Elizabeth believes she created. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that is fucking tight, dude. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. And then, you know how like throughout the book, right? She's like always talking about how she's using her smiles for this, using them yes. for that for other people. Yeah. And then at the end, there's a part. Oh, yeah. Where, um, uh-huh. Until until my chest felt light enough that I could breathe. She's with Mary. Mm-hmm. And then I offered her a guileless smile for no other reason other than that I loved her and I was glad to have her with me. Yeah. She returned it. Yeah. That's great. <sighs> That's great to read that for someone who, I don't know, this felt like therapeutic to me yes. to read this book. So yeah. I feel like this would be a great book to read, I can imagine, for someone who uh, has, has uh, it, it, there's so many things about the book that are relatable, but specifically this thing of like, you have to put on an appearance for mm-hmm. family, for people in your life. You got to walk on eggshells around them, that kind of thing to be able to read this and go at the end of the story. She's just hanging out with her buds mm-hmm. because she loves these people and they're cool and they're and they are there because they want to be there. I think that can be really, really freeing. Yeah, I think it can be it, it, a lot of this book reminded me of um the stuff that my mom went through and the mm-hmm. kind of stuff that my mom will talk to me about. My mom is uh, from Mexico and, and she's an immigrant from Mexico and I was a first generation Mexican-American born in the United States. Mm-hmm. But she would tell me often that uh, in in, a, in so many ways, she's my hero, but she would tell me like, I'll give you a little bit of background. My mom has 10 
brothers and sisters. Mm, dang. So her mother was a just a revolving door Catholic woman, just mm-hmm. just baby pregnant, baby yeah. pregnant, baby pregnant. Um, and uh, and one of my and my one and and my mom saw like my mom saw one of her sisters when she was like twelve get married off to a dude who was like 25. Really? And this is my mother's generation. This isn't a hundred years ago. This this is is like 70s. Yeah. 60. Like this is, this is like, this is 70s, you know, 80s, whatever. Um, And that's, and that comes from a a bunch of different reasons. It's a very traditional uh, uh, sort of society in Mexico. Mm -hmm. And it was then, and it still is now in different ways. Um, It was also like very Catholic. It was also very, this is a bunch of stuff. But when my mom saw that and other things, when my mom was a teenager, she's like, I got to get out of here. She's like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to, you know, she made promises to herself, which were crazy and outlandish. Like, I want to marry for love and I want to have kids when I want to have kids. Mm. Again, I'll repeat. Those yeah. were crazy and outlandish. Yeah. But that's what my mom sort of went through. So reading a lot of this was like, it felt like I was putting myself in the shoes of Elizabeth and the stuff that she had to go through. So so I was really happy to, to see the evolution of the book go from the beginning feeling like, oh, I wonder if this is just going to become Victoria Frankenstein, like the gender bent, like now I am the doctor ha, mm-hmm. ha, ha, and I've mm-hmm. created a creature and now she's got a streak in her hair. Get it? That's mm-hmm. the joke. We just, we gender swapped <laughs> yeah. it to, oh, I could totally understand every single so step. See that big yeah. in a movie. <laughs> yeah. Every like, and step. she's got a fun streak in her hair. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Great. Uh, uh, You know, she every just every step of Elizabeth's life and her inner monologue. Let me understand why she made this the decisions she did, even when it seemed like she was enabling Victor. Because all of it, too. Right. Was like you could see yourself being like not only like doing that stuff in life. Yes. But also like, yeah, I mean, if that stuff was happening to me, yeah, I would be doing that, too. I would be doing what I would have to do Mm -hmm. to survive. Yeah, to survive. And yeah. And also at the same time, right, we're reading this and we're like, girl, stop being so hard on yourself. But we're all right. so fucking hard on ourselves. And like, yeah. like same way like, that she's. Yes. Tells mm-hmm. Justine not to. Yes. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah. it I. I keep going back to this reviewer. No, I no, 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 I know, I know. Just this no, phantom reviewer. I, you can look, the, I'll, I'll tell you this. Just on the, yeah. um, the insane asylum part. Right. I'll just say yeah. that feels so necessary to me mm-hmm. because it comments out back in the day mm-hmm. you could just get put in a mental institution hey, my for wife not being exactly crazy. what your husband Why, wanted she you do? to be she, she's hysterical what or happened like she slept with somebody else she, lock her up she yelled at me oh well we'll, yeah. we'll keep her in here for like a month she and probably we'll forever and, okay cool and, right like so the first all the book up until that point mm-hmm. right has been her being like Man, I have to do all this stuff. I gotta because, play by the rules. Yeah, I have to play by the rules. Yep. And just telling, very, very telling us what would happen if she didn't. Yep. And then we see, because we, we can't have her die. Because it's like the there. second she doesn't do right? that. Right. The, yeah. the fucking second. The fucking second. Yeah. And he's he like, throws mm. her in mental jail. Yeah. 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 And this moment too right is so he like injects her with a thing she fall passes out mm-hmm. she wakes up she's in the mental institution mm-hmm. and they're like uh we saw the notes that you had right and mm-hmm. she goes i was writing a story for my husband oh i loved that mm-hmm. yeah that's it's a great so it's a great yeah. solution it's a great idea but also but, it's no, what mary what shelley's response did was yeah with lord byron and then what is the what is the guy's his say? response so, is <laughs> you think that, you're the first woman to tell me that you're writing a something like that well, like you're writing a it, story it was even 
Then better. I, he did yeah. say that, but what I loved was he goes, even if that were true, yeah. you still belong here. All the more reason to put you no, in here because you're crazy. Because you're, you're creative. How, why yeah. did you why? come up with such crazy, <laughs> yeah. wild how could ideas? That come? Mm-hmm. Oh my God. You're insane. You're an insane That woman. was so necessary yeah. because we needed her to be, we needed us to see the stakes. Yes. She right? needed to see how it didn't even matter how she right. was just as imprisoned yes. outside so as in. So she should just do whatever the fuck she wants all the exactly. time because it doesn't fucking matter because you're fucking doomed. You'll never win this game. Yeah. That's the point of the That's book. The point. That's so, the point. Is that you so can't to, win. So you have to sort of not like she, that part just like yeah. blows my mind. I think that it's a, uh, uh, you know, again, not to, to speak for this reviewer, but I think that it's a, um, it is a valid and fair thing to, to bring to this book how you feel about the original. Because sure, I do that all the time. Because it's a Look, comment I, on that. Yeah, yeah sure. It's a yeah. comment on that. And if, and I'm not saying that the original reading was a misreading, but like if you're not looking at that and then trying to, if you're not looking at that with a 2019 context and looking at the dark descent of Elizabeth Frankenstein and going, oh, this is Kirsten White answering that 2019 context, mm-hmm. you know, like that's what the commentary is. If you kind of can't separate that and, and you feel that, that, with with what white is doing is like disrespectful i feel like that's a misreading because it to me yeah. the love of the original text oh, is you can oozing see it. on oh, every single yeah. page it every is coming through in every word freaking letter so and it's yes. and it's a, it's a love letter to the original text it's a love letter to mary shelley herself sure. yeah and it's and i feel like it is a way for kirsten white to sort of reach back through time and be like i i love you i got you if you ever had any struggle or anything because of you just being a woman in this time period like we're still dealing with it in 2018 when my book comes out, but I, but this book is in sort of an honor of you. That's yeah. what I think the, yeah, the, the whole like, point is. Yeah, such a tribute yeah. she yeah. was offering. Can I read a short thing that just totally shows how exhausting it must be to be around Victor all the time? <laughs> okay, so she's telling Justine this story of like they, of her and Victor seeing this tree get struck by lightning. Mm-hmm. So she says it was like seeing God and Justine's like, do not blaspheme. So we're getting the little hint of how religious Justine is. I stuck my tongue out at her until she relented into a smile. What did Victor think of it? Oh, he was horribly depressed for months afterwards. I believe his exact phrasing was that he languished in valleys of incomprehensible despair. Ugh. (laughs) Oh, Victor. God. The worst. The worst. I would have ran away. When I was like a 10 year old little girl, I would have been like, I think I'm just going to get a little bindle and just hobo it on some train or some just leave. Yeah. Just got to leave Here's, all those hobo trains that you can jump on yeah. in uh, Ingolstadt or wherever yeah. the fuck yeah, they are. Transylvania. Yeah. I don't know where you are. Uh, here's some other great lines from uh, from the perspective of Elizabeth Frankenstein. She said, Henry had asked if I was happy. I was safe. And that was better than happy. Yes. Oof. I like so that one. Cut me to the core. Yeah. Next one. <laughs> Next one. To my surprise, yes. Mary burst out with a wild laugh. It was the least feminine laugh I had ever heard. Yeah. Nothing well, about so. it was prim or guarded. I wondered how she could even manage to breathe deeply enough in a corset to produce the sound. Oh, I like you, Elizabeth Lavenza. I like you very much. I am a little bit afraid of you, but I think that makes me like you more. Well, I'm going to throw your cloak out with the trash <laughs> in someone else's neighborhood, of course. And then we are going to fetch Justine and check on your Victor. Um, you know what I You know what I like about Mary that that the existence of Mary, what it reveals is that because you know how the whole time uh, uh, Elizabeth is like, I'm so smart. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and it's I'm like fooling everyone. <laughs> no, you're fucking not. Dude. You don't even know to throw out your fucking cloak like uh-huh. this. This Mary mm-hmm. instantly is like. Obviously, we have to throw away the coat mm-hmm. in a different neighborhood, not just leave it in the front hall. Mm-hmm. Like, come I, on. I also like, 
I like, uh, and I wasn't doing this while I was reading, but when you said that just now, I was like, I'm so smart. Mm-hmm. I'm doing great. Another read could be, I'm so smart. I'm doing yeah. fine. No, it's all panic. Fine. It's all panic. Everything's fine. Yeah, she's a little sure. dog in the room uh, on fire. Before yes. you continued, I just wanted to read this part because it's still between Mary and uh, Elizabeth, and it made me laugh. Um, it's like blah blah blah. I've been stuck in the business of book. This is Mary. Business of books for so long. I forgot how much fun being a part of a story can be. She stood, popping a biscuit into her mouth and swallowing it almost whole. I did not expect you to tell me the truth. I am happy to puzzle over this mystery on my own, as mm-hmm. long as you promise not to burn down my house. <laughs> she looked at me, her expression shifting from playful to serious, with a single movement. My fucking Kindle turned off with a single movement of her finely shaped black eyebrows. Please do not burn down my house. I loved that. <laughs> I really laughed at that. Please yeah, don't burn my house. That was great. Uh, here's another great moment from uh, uh, Victor. This is what he says to Elizabeth. You began existing the day we met. Oh, I you, fucking love ooh, that he said that because then it's ooh, like, because then she's like, motherfucker. Oh, I see. Yes. You are my oh. Elizabeth. And that is all that matters. Oh. He leaned forward and pressed his lips to mine. It was the first time we had kissed. His lips were soft and dry. If Justine's lips had felt like a butterfly on my cheek, a moment of surprise and grace, Victor's were like a contract between us, a promise that I was his and he would keep me safe. But that thing, you you existed the moment yeah. I met you. I was like, I feel like Ew. shitty dudes in Hollywood say that to yeah. their girlfriends. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I'm like, that you're feels nothing bad. without me. Uh, I found you in yeah. a strip club yeah. in mm-hmm. Hollywood. You, you were, were working, working as a waitress <laughs> in a cocktail <laughs> bar. I cannot uh, believe we both met it. you. That's one of my favorite songs. Turn around, to do that character. Something new. Yep. Yeah. Um, but totally that <laughs> it's that. Um, I You're you began existing. <laughs> you began existing the moment I met you. Mm. Also, just totally shows. I mean, we get it so many other ways. Mm-hmm. Um, in, that he is a complete sociopath and mm-hmm. like does not see other people as people. Right. But like, this is him telling her, like, you. Yeah. I don't. Like when you're not within my sight, mm-hmm. I don't think about you, kind mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. Like what you're, yeah, because he never wrote to her. He never. I mean, clearly yeah. he didn't love her. But even in Elizabeth's warped thing of like, oh, he does love me, and that way I'm safe. She had to go track this dude down because he still always intended to marry her, but yet like didn't write her letters. And it's yeah. like red flags. Yeah. Liz, yeah. yeah, run. Yeah, run. What are you doing? Um, I kind of forgot what I was going to say. I'm almost there though. I've okay. almost found it. It's coming to it's me. It's coming to you. It's, it's coming, coming to, to you. Me. Oh, yeah. So Elizabeth, her whole life has done nothing but try to be exactly what he needs. Mm-hmm. But it's sort of even before she fully turns on him, it's like he already had plans to remake her as absolutely a reanimated Elizabeth to be exactly what he wanted. So it was like, yeah. even as uh, she and was, what a, and what a great she metaphor. wasn't subservient mm-hmm. enough. What a great mm-hmm. metaphor mm-hmm. for the toxic relationship between a man and a woman where, again, a woman's like dreams, passions, ideas, emotions don't like the dude is just like, well, you're my wife and this is what you're going to be for me and, and how it appears to the outside mm-hmm. world. And just so many, it's just such a great metaphor of like, yeah, yeah like, I don't care what you are. You're I'm not eventually going to remake you. What well, even fascinating because it's like, well, yeah, you're everything I need you to be. Mm-hmm. But inside there, mm-hmm. you're still you. 
Yeah. I need to take that and out. I need to <laughs> nip that yeah. in the bud. Yeah. Because I don't know what you're going to do unless I have completely made you mine. Yeah. You could still do anything. <laughs> you all right there, hon? <laughs> Went down the wrong Do pipe. we need to reanimate you? No. This... <laughs> I agree. Yeah. 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 Same. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, everyone. No, I, that has happened to me on I, this podcast yes. before. Yeah, <laughs> it was similar. It was, like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're both choking. Like, yeah, let's keep talking about it. So no, you need the hug. Like, oh, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, shit. What was it? Uh, so we were saying it's like uh, you're still. I still don't. Oh, I yeah. Still can't predict what you'll do. It's it's like you know. Yeah. A woman is afraid a man will kill her. A man is afraid I mean, that she'll she'll laugh at him. Laugh at him. <laughs> when it's also like it kind of you know when he's like oh you um uh you uh I he totally wanted to turn her right like yeah. wanted to make her an automatonish type thing yeah it kind of like echoed to me how like you know how like some uh right wing people will be like. Um, oh, we shouldn't rape women because, like, that's someone's daughter. Yes, it's yeah. like that. It's like thinking <laughs> yeah. of a person in the abstract and yeah. like, like, oh, I want to have. Like, what you. if it was your daughter? Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like, what if it was as the father of a person who listen, just got raped? Yeah, or as like, the father of two daughters, yes. I am against sexism. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Because also because cool, it's an equal and, and women are people. Yeah. Right, right, right. You know women what? are people, but I am a father of two daughters. As a and man it's, who owns two women. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's tricky because I've heard the argument there that um, people, whatever their background are, only have a certain bandwidth of sure. stuff and of awareness of sure. the world around them. So that when they are presented with new problems and issues in the world, things mm-hmm. that are unequal. You know, even if it's something that seems as no brainer as like, hey, men and women are still unequal, like socially and economically mm-hmm. and politically. That a lot of times people will be like, oh, that wasn't even – I didn't know. That was not even in my bandwidth. Not until I honestly had a, a kid mm-hmm. and she's a little girl and I'm seeing – like I'm seeing the first hand. It's like I've yeah. heard that argument too, but this is all a good metaphor for that kind of – Yeah, it's, you know. it's that sort of – because then that dude generally still thinks of – Women is property. Sure. Well, like, or like, I can understand too, right? If a person is like, oh, I didn't think about this mm-hmm. until I, and if this is someone that truly mm-hmm. is focused on like self improvement and grow, mm-hmm. growing their horizons, mm-hmm. yeah, they would be like, oh, I didn't realize that could happen until I saw that happen to my daughter. Right. And then I was like, oh, that happens to people. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then does yeah. not use the daughter right, 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 right. in the future discussion. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. He's like, hey, Ugh. we shouldn't do that, period. Yeah, I know. Um, not because like, because uh, men have uh, daughters. Yeah. I. This is like sort of a, a next door neighbor to what we're talking about. But Please, the, like, as a father, blah, blah, blah. And that still seeming like a form of ownership. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. When my dad was really bad off uh, with his drinking, he wanted me to fly up to Reno and help him dry out. Mm. And oh. I said, no, Good for to you. protect myself. Boundaries. Sure. And then he said, in the middle of a general rant about what a terrible, uh, selfish daughter I was, <laughs> you're just like every other woman in my life. Mm. And it was like... Mm the worst thing he'd ever said to me mm-hmm. um and that's that kind of mindset is yeah. like you 
are my daughter and I care about you until the second you behave in a way that I don't mm-hmm. want. And then you're just a fucking woman. Then mm-hmm. you're in the category Then you're of just another women. woman. All mm-hmm. the other individuals you've interacted with. Yeah. You know, good or bad, you're still going to be like, well, they're all women. And yeah, that, she's and I still can a woman. Like, yeah. yeah. So it's yeah, like yeah. you may be yeah. acting sure. like everything I need you to be. Mm-hmm. But what if one time mm-hmm. you think for yourself? Are you yeah. a person thinking but yourself? Like, or you? Yeah. I can't guarantee that there won't be that time where instead of being that you're yourself, mm-hmm. I got to yeah. get rid of the you. Yeah. 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 I mean, this book also is so not only is it like very good about um, capturing the f- feeling of what it feels like to be marginalized. Yeah. Um, but also, I mean, if you know, I feel like 95% of people have been in some kind of abusive relationship. Yeah. Yep. It is, yeah. it is yes. exactly that. Yeah. It yeah. is exactly I it. so insidious. I could feel that. And yeah. There's and always those little flickers of hope. Mm-hmm. There's always those little, ah, mm-hmm. he's working on himself. Ah, it'll get mm-hmm. him. You know, yep. Okay. It's just an off day. Ah, yeah. it's this, it's that. We well, have plans. If I it's, just, uh, yeah. I'll just uh, adjust. I'll adjust. just adjust. I'll just adjust. I'll just adjust. And also, next time I know not to do that. The fucking feeling. And she of didn't know she that, was enabling. That she says why she loved him. Yeah. That, that is it. Yeah. Of someone needing you, safety. someone loving you. Safety. S- safety. Ugh. And it's also the specialness of I'm the one who can handle him. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I can handle she, him because she she that's why she's needed because she's the one yeah. who can handle Victor. But she's been told he's your problem. Yes. Ugh, I he's do, your responsibility. We have to talk problem. about two things. Okay. Like, one. Stay by your man. Stand by your man. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're a fucking <laughs> betrayer, a traitor bitch. And you belong in a mental institute. Is that really the first thing you wanted to talk yeah, about? No, is. it's not. No, you're it's a not. fucking betrayer bitch. <laughs> you're a fucking betrayer bitch. Um, no. One is the moment that she... <laughs> I mean, thinks to herself mm-hmm. that she kind of set things in motion mm-hmm. and maybe, in fact, did, but mm. she did it because she needed to survive, which is mm-hmm. when she finds out that he cut open Ernst. 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 Other, other brother. Ernst. Other brother. Not yeah. the one who dies later. Yeah. So she hears crying. She's playing with Henry outside. Yeah. She locks. She, she hears, ow. Yeah. Locks Henry outside. Doesn't let him come in because she's like, I she know already knows. fucked up is happening and He's like here. a baby. Like yeah. he's like, he's like, like a baby, toddler. Maybe? Very Oof. little. Yeah. And he's just cut open and there's blood everywhere. The bone. And there's a knife on the ground and Victor's just standing there. And yeah. she instantly is like, well, we're going to clean this up. Yep. Yep. And Don't worry about pin it. this on the it. maid. Pin it on the maid. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't even really think about what's going to happen to that She's maid. She's gaslighting Ernst. She, she gaslights goes, Ernst. She goes, you silly child. You cut yourself playing with the things that were with still the shears. out. She, with the shears. Because the maid left the sewing stuff out. So you cut yourself, you silly boy. And he's like crying like, what? Okay. Like, kind of like, it's like, you cut yourself. You cut yourself. It's okay. Yes. You know, you're fine. It's okay. You'll be fine. And Victor's Victor like. Victor saved you. Victor's like, well, actually what happened is. And she's like, don't mm-hmm. tell me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because, like, I don't want to hear it. Go get the sewing stuff. We got to sew them up. Yeah. Which is why he thinks she knows and is fine with it. And he's like, well, you've known this whole time. And she's like. That's a great part. No. No, I was surviving. Yes. But also, even if she had, Mm -hmm. you're allowed to reach a point where you Mm -hmm. go, no. I'm done. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, You're always allowed to be like, okay, no more. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just okay, no, this comes to no an more. end. This mm-hmm. is too much. I'm out. You're killing too many people. Yeah. We're no. going to break and up like, and I'm done. Yeah. Why? You were fine with it when yep. when we were 10 and yep. I cut my brother. Why are you so <laughs> upset that I killed 12 people? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're allowed to just be like, this is different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is different. It's Victor, different. It's above. What was yeah, the second thing you want to talk about? The second thing was 
the moment that uh, the 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 lightning bolt page. Oh, so oh, which yeah. is very cool. It's very cool. Yeah. Yeah, so that so, was one of the things I wanted to talk about was the ending overall. What did you guys think of the ending? Where was any point of you thinking uh, maybe this should have been a little bit more tragic? This is a Frankenstein story because it kind of well, had a happy ending, but kind of not. Yes and no. To yeah. me, I thought it was like still pretty dark because it still means that Mary and Adam Thank you. did something pretty messed, which yes. is bring someone back to fucking life, which is not okay. But yeah, which they we've we've learned. Is not okay. Unless. Unless it's our main character. <laughs> unless it's our main character whose life was taken because she sacrifices herself to to, to, to force Victor to drown, to rid the world of his evil. Mm-hmm. So a character who deserved to live, mm-hmm. who is Elizabeth, by the end of the story, because she, she like you guys were just saying, grows apart from this, mm-hmm. lear- like understands and realizes what she had been doing, what she'd been a part of, mm-hmm. what she was turning a blind eye to and was like, I'm out. So this wasn't a... You know, in in the same way that Henry kind of deserved to come back to life or uh, Mr. Delgado mm-hmm. deserved, deserved to come because they were like good people, innocent people that were caught up in Victor's bullshit mm-hmm. and they were killed, murdered by yeah. him. Um, but it's still an abomination to science and to God or the universe or whatever. But it's like it's it, it, earlier they set it up with Mary being like, he's a genius. I'm going through his notes. I'm reading his notes. He's really, really smart. He really figured stuff out. It's a shame he's a sociopath, but mm-hmm. like he's really onto something here. And he did kind of improve the process as we went along in the story. Henry was really mm-hmm. messed up. Then he had the body of Justine. Was it was it, you know, he didn't add more body parts to it. Mm-hmm. So it was just going to be Justine. Back to life. Like, what, yeah. you know, like what, it, what would have happened? What would have happened? And then you get to the point where he was planning to do that to to Elizabeth because he went and got her out of the mental institution or he, that was his plan mm-hmm. to keep her there until he had perfected it so he can come back. And, then and sort he of, says, I yeah. perfected it. But guess I what? I perfected it. What? He never actually did it. Guess who actually successfully did his fucking experiments? Mary. Mary. Kirsten that's, White. That's, Kirsten yeah. White did. That's a great. Kirsten White came Mary in, brought Elizabeth herself. back to life that's a by making to, a whole book of her. A great way to look oh, at yeah. it. That's a great way to look at it. Yeah. Well, what yeah. I liked about the so at the end, like she's fucking drowning because so mm-hmm. she's like uh, Mary and her are uh, in um, in a little a hut, like a little mm-hmm. fishing hut. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a and little log cabin on a like. On a frozen lake. lake. Frozen lake. Mm-hmm. And they have like a little hole cut out where they're getting fish out and they're yeah. cooking the fish. Yeah. And Mary's like, I'm going to go do some stuff. And it's uh, going to be hours. Yeah. And Adam, the creature, was already like, I'm going to peace out for a couple yeah. days and he just scare to, some, yeah. some villagers. But yeah. just like, I love to run really fast. It's yeah. cool. My body's awesome. <laughs> I did like that. He's like, I did like that. He like is coming around on his mm-hmm. body and he's like, you know what? It's pretty fun to run fast. It's kind of like, it's kind of like get out. It's kind of like, it's kind of like get out where like the elderly white people had to were in the body of a black person and they were like, I'm an invincible athlete. And they're like running really fast at night. That's what, that's what Adam's doing. That's the message of get out is that that was so cool. It was really cool to be black, to be really good at running. Yeah. It's like really cool. I can't wait till it's real. So, so Mary's like. I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay. And then she goes like, pound, pound, pound at the door. Cause she kind of fell asleep and she's like, oh, Mary. Oh, it's Opens Mary. The door. Yeah. Oh, well, like, snow. Can't. Oh, snow. Snow. Ah, I can't see. Who is that? <gasps> it's Victor. Vic. And he's wearing all Vic and he's wearing a bunch of furs. Mm-hmm. And, and he's, he's just like, what up? I got a big dick because he's Macklemore with his purse. Yeah. <laughs> Walking in the club like, what up? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I did it. Come with me. 
And she's like, what? No, dude. Like, excuse? No, I'm busy. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I have my supple. I'm not with you anymore. She goes, if you leave Adam and Mary alone, mm-hmm. I'll come with you. And he's like, okay. But then she's like, but I knew he wasn't going to leave him alone. Because well, he does I, a I smile knew. to her I yeah. love that, that she moment. taught him. Yeah. Yeah. The, the lion but- smile. It's so funny to me, though, because she's like, will you leave them alone? He's like, yeah, okay. And then she goes, this bitch isn't going to leave him alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love mm-hmm. that. She's like, he's a fucking liar. What the fuck mm-hmm. am I saying to myself? I, I know that. better. And I'm then glad. Yeah, and then they tussle. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then she falls in the water and she's like, fuck, I don't want to die. Yeah. And so he reaches a hand and she's like, but I'm going to fucking take you with me. <gasps> yeah. And she yanks him down mm-hmm. and he's wearing all of his furs. Of course, so he Macklemore. Just, Macklemore. And yeah. his dick is so Macklemore. big. His dick is, his dick too is big. weighty. And that's that's just... the ultimate message of the uh-huh. book. Is that dick. There is such a thing as having too big, too big, big a dick, dick energy. That's true. Yes. That's true. Because <laughs> then you'll sink to the bottom. Like, it will be like, your downfall, man. Listen up, gentlemen. Listen up. Big dick energy, not always a good thing. What you wish lakes. for? Monkey's paw. Hubris. That's <laughs> the hubris. Like, You're going to Icarus your way to the bottom of the monkey's lake. Pot. Don't mm-hmm. go wishing on a big dick because <laughs> you toxic, don't know how that wish going to yeah, come true. That toxic masculinity ain't all it's cracked up to be. <laughs> all right. You know? All right. So he sinks down and then she dies. Mm-hmm. They both die. They both die. And then it does a really cool, almost like, you know, when um, comic books do like those thin panels? Yeah, it like, is like that. In a row. And then you see one nothing. black page. Yeah. Two pages of lightning bolt. And then the way too that it that it goes in the Kindle too, it's like you actually see two pages of blackness. So you're like, what's going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, the lightning. Bolt. It's it's a the comic book terminology is a splash page. Is that what that's called? Where it's a, 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 a one image across two pages when you mm. open them, and it's a very shocking pun intended, like you know, ah. like, like image of whoa, this is cool, this is important. Yeah, so it's just that, and then it cuts to epilogue, and it's one little page of there was nothing. And then a shock the so thing. great, yeah. it yanked me free of the hold of eternity, pulsing pain. To, I did this earlier. I read the whole epilogue earlier. Oh, yeah. oh really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Encore. So they were, they were curious. They're like, what, what happens at the end? I was like, you want me to just read the ending? And they're like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, all right. And I read the last page. Uh, so it's the epilogue, I sung of chaos and eternal night, taught by the heavenly muse to venture down the dark descent and up to reascend. Mm. There was nothing. Then a shock so great it yanked me free of the hold of eternity, pulsing pain to every sleeping nerve until I felt and saw the brilliant white that claimed me and forced me back. I took a breath. I opened my eyes. I did not know this room, this place. I did not know anything. I felt panic rising until a cool hand rested on my cheek. Mary stared down at me, smiling through her tears. Adam loomed next to her, his tortured face alive with hope. Welcome back, Elizabeth Frankenstein, she said. I was free and I am alive, I whispered. I am alive. It is it's alive. Fascinating. It's alive. It's great. Adam didn't speak at the end. It was Mary that said, we brought you back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. great. She was the sort of brilliant scientist woman notes reader who was able to cobble together the, you know, the whole thing. And, and she got it in one go. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, but no, we paid we over there's like 50 we dead don't bodies. Know that. Yeah. Yeah. She's yeah. like, oh, they're not, yeah. not no. Yeah. Elizabeth's that. like mirror and they hand it to her and she's like a slug, like, <laughs> Like, we don't know what her, yeah, you know. Pain look is like, is it this <laughs> one? <laughs> uh, 
yeah. the rib bones connected to the butt bones. Like it's like no, Oops. no. And she's like, I'm sorry, we I had to I use the corpses of five hundred thousand slugs. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, and then like one human woman's face and okay. your brain. Okay, don't freak out. You got frost. You got frostbite. So we had to amputate your toes, but we attached skunk glands, so you can't walk. Otherwise, you smell like a skunk butt. Like I don't know. That was the only thing we could use. I know it sounds weird. Sorry. I'm so it sorry. It was handy. I'm so sorry. <laughs> anyway, you look gross and you're going to live for five seconds. I love you. Bye. Anyway, we're in a <laughs> I'm sure um, she was fine and cool and like able to even yeah. live in normal society and now live forever because so of that. maybe her and Adam because Mary, yeah. well, then maybe they'll do that to Mary and then they, yeah. all three of them can live for, forever together. <laughs> and that's the shipping. <laughs> yeah. The second thing I wanted to ask you about is, uh, Kelly, you, you, you asked earlier about the um, or you mentioned earlier you were picturing a movie. I was. So question for you. This is the oh, are this we casting? Is, cast, this is a big cast, deal. Cast. I know book readers can get real precious about yeah. adaptations. Mm-hmm. I'm of the mind of I love a good adaptation. I oftentimes will prefer the adaptation to the source material mm-hmm. because I'm such a movie guy. I love movies. Mm-hmm. Um just to list off a couple, Jurassic Park, Princess Bride. I think those movies are better than the books. Jurassic Park is Absolutely. way better than the book. Yep, the yep, book yep, sucks. Yep, yep, yep. I... Disagree on Princess Bride, mm. but I just think they're very different. They're very different. They're the grandpa's a dick in the Princess Bride book. He's a dick. I and he's a sweet old man in the movie, so I prefer the movie. The movie and the book. Yeah, they're different, which is great. Because the book is, is just so like witty and fun and plays with words. It's very, and... it's very Hollywood insider too. It's great. It's really <laughs> it's great. true. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, the point is, is I, I, I'm, I'm not rooting against adaptations. I root for them mm-hmm. oftentimes. So question for you, would you want this to be a movie or a TV miniseries? Cause I don't, I'm like, you can't do a whole show. Oh. I don't think, but maybe like a, maybe like six, I mean? maybe like eight a f- episodes. six, eight episode miniseries somewhere. What yeah. Do you think? Yeah. 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 I could see it. Yeah. Being like an alias grace thing. Alias grace. Yeah. I could see it being like that. Like I, six to eight episodes. I said Elias because I th- thought alias and then I went. I don't think that. I think I'm wrong. <laughs> I think I was wrong about that. Mm. And then I said a wrong one. Did you like Alias Grace? I really liked I it. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I was weeping during many parts. It's Have really you seen good. it? No, I don't know what that is. It's very similar in theme to this book. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's about cool. making yourself into something else to try to survive. Oh, interesting. For men. Mm-hmm. Interesting. It's, yeah. um, it's based off of the true story of a woman who... Uh, what did she do? She murdered someone. Murdered a dude. He murdered a guy. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. and uh, classic. <laughs> but like, the part that made me like weep. Okay, so spoilers ahead for Alias Grace is when um she her uh her best friend gets pregnant mm. and then has to have that abortion and then dies of the abortion mm-hmm. because it's like a back alley one. Ugh. And also the guy, really the guy who like impregnates her is a piece of shit and like mm. doesn't like care about her and like Ugh. doesn't do anything to try and help her. And, and like, I remember just thinking about like, that was like right around, um, it was like right after Trump had been elected mm. that I, I watched it, I think. Yeah, we're all pretty raw. So, yeah. <laughs> so I remember thinking and, I, and it didn't, it wasn't even at the point that I even knew what could be today. Sure. You know, so I was like, ima- I, yeah. I think it was after the first season of Handmaid's Tale. Yes, it was finished. after that. Mm. Yeah. Yes. And I remember just feeling very bleak about just how women are seen in the world. Um, and I like I was just like so feeling so like futile yeah. and nihilistic and just yeah. like I just started weeping and I was like this 
like nothing matters. I remember like, just being, like yeah. and I was just like nothing matters, and I was like weeping, like the feeling weeping, of weeping. being in that mental institution where you're like, yes. it mm-hmm. does not matter how I act, <sighs> how much I try yeah. to keep myself alive. I yeah. would maybe love a miniseries, but Mini. I also would love just like a two hour two hour 15 movie because I feel like that would move. And oh, I'm yeah. like, it would be I quick. Think, quick. I'm like, quick. I think you could get to first yeah. 30 minutes of, okay, within 30 minutes we find Victor. Mm-hmm. Right. Minute 30 to the first hour oh, is yeah. the. You can get that right? done. And you can get you that done you, in you, like I 20 think, minutes. I think you can do the whole book and leave out some stuff that's not super important. Mm-hmm. But a, a lot of times I'd be reading it and I'd be like, okay, this is the thing I think I would omit out of a two hour movie. But yeah. then it would play, it would come into play later and I'd be like, ah, it was actually important. <laughs> Dang it. That's yeah. pretty good. That's good. Good okay, character development. Okay, let's, okay. Yeah. Let's, let's cast it. Let's cast it. Oh, um, you got to okay. get. You, no, my first thing was Elizabeth had the feeling of, because I had only seen Elizabeth the movie. Banks. Elizabeth, Elizabeth <laughs> Banks. The uh, obvious answer. They all have, to have I know. the same first uh-huh. name. Yes. Elizabeth Taylor. Uh, uh-huh. Now, uh, no. I, um, I, initially, I was thinking reanimated. Yes, I was disappointed. I have one in my head. Uh, it would have to be unknowns, and I'm not. Oh, really? You're saying unknowns? Yeah. Mine is someone pretty but, known. But is she 17? That's my. Th- I'm like, you gotta get oh, like 17 year olds. I want my person's too I old. I want her to. I want. I want Elizabeth to be 17 or be able to play 17. I want Justine to be 19, and I want Victor to be 19. I want him to be this They're scrawny, young. crappy, like you know, like uh, I want Victor to be this scrawny, crappy dude who's like, like this rock star, leather pants, 19 year old kid who's tall and just like, what up? What up? The world's yeah. gonna be my oyster, and I'm like I want this guy make him and he's got to be a little bit of a heartthrob he's got to be this thing who this this the guy young that actor played who, Tom Riddle I feel like yeah yep, 10 yep, years yep, ago yep, yep, but 10 yep, years yep, ago ten year, yep, not yep, now yep, yeah yeah yeah. 10 years yeah, ago I could see it you know who could be um a good Henry mm. is Tom Holland oh, I feel like really? pure yeah. good energy I pictured yeah. more of an army hammer like a just oh, a I way bigger hammer. dude oh bigger but a big British blonde guy which I'm sure England could produce many of the. I'm sure they have many I'm sure a bunch of English actors could knock these roles out of the park so my I was casting a little too old I think for Elizabeth because in my head Mm -hmm. oh her name is Elizabeth Elizabeth Olsen I was Mm -hmm. kind of picturing that look yes Um, I was picturing Keira Knightley because I had only seen the movie Atonement for the first time a couple months ago oh really good oh for your show for the show the whole vibe of Atonement was like I'm like oh that would be this Mm -hmm. time period that whole that whole vibe which Mm -hmm. I really dug um who would be okay there's okay who would be mary Ooh, i would love um a young like a latina actress to put because i'm Who's like mary delgado Doom Patrol? Is, she too, is she too oh, maybe old? Di- diane guerrero i yeah, think is her is name she too old she looks young mm, she can play I young think, actually i think that's a great choice i think that's a great great choice she plays crazy jane on that she was also in orange is the new black Yes. Right. Um. I think she could do it. I think she could do it. And she just has like a t- like a from. toughness. Here, I'm gonna pull her up. What's her first name? Uh, I think it's Diane. Diane Guerrero. Maybe I'm wrong. Yes. She yes. Also- she wrote that book about her yeah. parents being deported. Right. I don't know. Did she? Uh, maybe oh, she. Did. Maybe I'm thinking of somebody different. Maybe. Uh, Oh, that was an actor on Jane the Virgin. Was she on Jane the Virgin? I don't no. think so, but that was an what actor. Was wow, she looks young. She's 32. She's 32. She looks so young. She can play young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she plays young a lot on Doom yeah. Patrol. Yes, When yes. she's, um, what's her name? Uh, Let me see that actor. Crazy Jane. I and I think I was watching something else with this actress in and it. And then another and actress. And I'm confusing it with Doom probably. Patrol for some reason. Yeah. Well, you're probably getting a lot of ads for Doom Patrol. Currently available on DC Universe. Only on you DC Universe. I like that show. I, I do too. I, I, I liked like it. it more by the. Did you see the whole first season? Yeah, I liked it towards the end more. Me too. The beginning, I was like doing eh. other things while I was watching yeah. it, and by the and end, not I was very like, interested. Ooh, by the Alan end, I was Tudyk. like, oh, 
I think What's it's happening? the more Alan Tudyk yeah, that the happens, the better. Yeah, of Not enough Alan Tudyk. But that kind of vibe, you know? No, for that a Mary? That is definitely the actress I was thinking of. Oh, really? Okay, great. Mm-hmm. Um... Because she was also on Jane the Virgin. Mm. Oh, I didn't know that. Who? I just kept picturing Benjamin Franklin for Judge Frankenstein. <laughs> That's not right. It's just the actual Benjamin Franklin, like coming in with his Benjamin little spectacles. Like, okay, yeah. Yeah, who, her who family was like a... deported to Colombia, wow. and she wrote a book about it oh. in the country that we love. Wow, man. That I want. I'd read that. Who's like? Who plays like? A, oh, 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 oh. You know who might be good? Mm. Um, the guy, he's in Good Omens. He's also the guy. John Hamm. No. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, he's also the guy that um, uh, is in, uh, fuck, uh, the spinoff of um, Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul. Better he call plays Saul. the brother. Oh, Michael McKean. Yeah, Michael McKean. I could see uh, him maybe being. Yeah. Uh, I think that's really good casting. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. He'd be good. Good mm-hmm. work. And then the From kids like- are just kids. The kid, I think yeah. the kids, kids would be children. It's a, b- a bunch of unknowns. <laughs> yeah. I could picture it as this great, like, you know, 40 to $60 million budget, two hour, you know, period piece drama that's mm-hmm. just like with some great practical Great practical effects. effects. Great. Maybe like an $80 million budget. And I'm I would like, say I almost think this thing could- no CG. Yes. Only but, use the CG to like elevate the practical effects. But you'd ha- that's why you'd have to get an army hammer to do Henry mm-hmm. because he would also effectively be playing the creature, the monster. Yes, and Adam. you have to be able to act through the prosthetics. And you do prosthetics and then you do like um, they use like arm enhancements for uh, when motion capture actors were playing the apes. Mm. And they would give them longer arms to kind of walk on, like almost stilts for the arms. Because, you know, if you're playing an ape, like the arms are longer, they're like touching yeah. the ground as you're kind of like this. So I'm like, find a way to do some kind of prosthetics to like lengthen his limbs mm-hmm. somehow. Have you guys seen some... Swamp Thing also only on DC yes, Universe? I, I have, have not watched the effects it. in I... that are yeah. really, really awesome. Yeah, I want to see it really bad. I, although now I'm like, I am I just going to watch it and be sad that it's not <laughs> continuing? Hey, listen, Why you're used to F? shows that only have one it's season true. that are good. Firefly. So, you know. True. You can just, it is a damn yeah. shame, though. It, it is. is a damn shame. But I would even want more CG enhancements than even Swamp Thing because certain certain shots of Swamp Thing, I'm like, that's definitely a dude in a rubber suit and he has like the proportions of a dude. I w- the proportions need to look a little different. Well, they well, need to be so, less so yes. of a creature outfit, more so of the vines and everything. Uh, and the body getting all fucked up. You know what would be kind of cool scene? if we cool. got like kind of like a Guillermo del Toro mm. kind of like feel to it. Yeah, yeah, to yeah, him, yeah. To especially Henry. Trans Labyrinth. Yeah. yeah. See, I, see, I worry about that because Guillermo, when he is like peak Guillermo is like very fantasy mm-hmm. and he's very and the whole fantasy. world fantasy. you have to do it with an accent it's very mm-hmm. the whole world it's is like fantasy. it's very fantasy my whole yeah. uh, this is my whole I love it it's like a fairy tale for adults and it's yeah. great but I would want it to this to me it felt more like like again the movie Atonement this period this piece this is very drama. like dark gothic to me yes. like not like fantastical but right. like it's real except yeah. the thing, it's and it's like it, it, like Sweeney Todd is too fantastical because mm-hmm. it's a crazy fantasy thing but like the the feeling of like London in that time oh, you know what okay. it is this I is know. like Bloodborne I know if you mm. play so Winona Ryder yes. is Elizabeth Frankenstein okay. Keanu Reeves is Henry sure. okay. Barry Oldman <laughs> uh-huh. is Victor Frankenstein this is all now <gasps> yeah no, 30, okay, great, great. this is all when they're 17 okay yeah. Sienna Miller uh-huh. is Justine. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. You know, you know who actually I could see being Who the fuck else is in Dracula? Um uh 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 
Anyway, that was just the cast that, that of Dracula. Really that was funny. Thank you. That was a good, good bit. I just wanted to. Bram Stoker's. Bram Stoker's. Yep. Cool. Bram Stoker. cool. That movie's fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. I have only ever seen trailers of it, and I yeah. feel like that would be my jam, like Watch visually, it with a group yeah. of friends, so that you can make fun of it at okay. the same time. Great. I will. I've only ever seen the Simpsons parody of it, mm. I, and I only watched Interview with the Vampire for the first time in the past year. Did you like which, it? Yeah, it was the craziest, uh, gayest movie I'd ever seen in a yeah. great way. Like it was, mm-hmm. yeah. it was it's, so it's entertaining. Very, it was yeah. super gay, and I'm like, this is I awesome, and I can see how people have loved it for 30 years or yeah. whatever. Yeah, it is a love yeah. story. It's really yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I, and speaking of that movie, I actually was picturing while I was reading a young uh, Kirsten Dunst mm. uh, as what's her name? For as sure. Elizabeth? For mm-hmm. sure. Oh, she, I feel like she'd be more of a Justine. What? Yeah. Nah, because she's got no! a she's got a look sweet. Sweet. To be but con- then have to be, the, Well, here's but, the deal. Kirsten Dunst is she seems very like soft like mm-hmm. her features to so me. you think sharper features. I think sharper for Elizabeth so that's why you were thinking Kira. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Wrong hair color mm-hmm. though. She has to be blonde. And Kira cannot be that's blonde. That's true. That's true. You're she right. cannot. You're absolutely Tilda right. <laughs> Sharp features. Sharp, Sharp features and blonde. Very blonde. She'd rock it. Yeah, she would rock it. She'd she would actually, she, if she, she did it, her. we would believe mm-hmm. it. She mm-hmm. plays all the characters. She, yeah. Okay. That's, we solved it. We did it. Oh my God. Oh my God. The Dark Descent of Elizabeth Frankenstein starring Tilda Swinton and Tilda Swinton. And it's, also, also, it's like remember Tilda that movie Swinton. where a bunch also of both the different children. people played <laughs> Bob Dylan. Do that, oh, but yeah. have Tilda Swinton play everybody. It's everybody. like it's like maybe Professor an, Two an the Clumps. It's an <laughs> inverse of that. <laughs> yeah. She plays all the roles. Mm-hmm. Wow. Didn't she play Bob Dylan in that movie? I think she, she did. did. It was yeah. Tilda? No, was it was oh, it Kate Blanchett? Blanchett? Oh, are you thinking Kate Blanchett? Blanchett? You know what? You know okay, what? Well, half the characters are Tilda. Tilda half, half, are Kate, Alex. half the characters are Kate. Kate. I can see that actually. That <laughs> would be really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Half, but also, half, half Tilda. Half Tilda, half Kate. A mini series would be good too. If it really took its maybe time. S- Either way. I, I would say six eps, maybe. Oh, definitely mm-hmm. six. Mm-hmm. It would be six. Six oh, over six, too many. Two episodes, act one. Two episodes, act two. Two episodes. I like seriously. I need this to be like a movie. Yeah, I'm like freaking out right now. Ms. White, Ms. White, if you are listening to this podcast, yeah, um, we are all professionals in the industry. Yes, and would be available to work on this at any time. Also, if there's a way for us to get an advanced copy of Guinevere Deception, I can't wait until November to read it. I'm like losing my mind. I got a signed copy of the book. Did you get that? In front of Kirsten White? No, I did not. Oh, okay. I was visiting some family in San Diego over the weekend. That is where and I am from. Kirsten is, I'm Wait, also from can San I, Diego. Can I see? And Kirsten this? White apparently is, is lives in San Diego. So what? when I stopped over into a random Barnes and Noble on the way back up to LA, because I'm like, I got to pick up this book. I would rather read it physically than digitally. I, I asked the bookseller at Barnes and Noble, hey, I'm looking for this book. I said, do you have The Dark Descent of Elizabeth Frankenstein? And she was like, ooh, that sounds interesting. I was like, yeah, it does, <laughs> it does sound good. She walked me over to the section, picked it up. There's a little sticker on the front that says signed copy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, snap. That's cool and then i'm like i'll just get this the same price i'll just get this that's awesome so yeah. i have a signed copy of the dark descent of elizabeth frankenstein yeah that's I awesome hardcover that's, baby. that's really cool where are you from in san diego uh i don't uh, chula vista namely okay mostly in south bay and then when i got into the college e- years i lived a little bit in um like mm, uh, i can't want to say mid-city like the mission valley area oh, kind I of lived a little, in mission a little valley. central really mm-hmm. are you from san diego also no i went to school there for two years though oh and i lived in mission what valley. school SDSU. Uh, san, diego san diego state, state university. party party school party 
We just talked right about on. that on the very last episode. Yeah, right we were talking about how uh, I was blacked out. What from years? To, what college. years to what years? Uh, oh, six to mm. oh. Eight? We may have partied. We may have partied because I was going to college there the same, yeah. not at state, but I was going to college and I was on like, what uh, college? Uh, I was going to the Art Institute of California at San Diego, which yeah. is a little trade school where I got a degree, but it was, um, it was okay. It was kind of, sometimes it was scammy and sometimes it was like legit. I'm like, oh, cool. I'm learning about animation. Mm-hmm. But, um, uh, I was also like on a college improv team, mm-hmm. not from there, but just like from all the colleges in San Diego County, mm-hmm. a bunch of kids and stuff. So like I would always go to San Diego State parties and, yeah. you know, uh, UCSD or whatever. We may have partied we at the same party. We may have partied. I, mm-hmm. Yeah, I would not know. <laughs> you were blacked out? I was blacked out. I, did you I ever was go long to, gone. Did you ever go to a crappy improv here. show? No. Okay, then you never saw me do you improv. that You left when? 2000. 2000. 2000? Yeah, I graduated 2000. You got out I'm of there. From, I'm from North Park, went to San Diego High School. Graduated Love North high Park. school, 2000? High school, 2000. You got out of there. Got out. Yeah, because it's a great place to grow up. Straight to Great place UCI. to retire. I would live there now. Really? I would totally live there now. But North Park is <laughs> a wouldn't. very, is like North the most feel is silver like yes. of. Actually, North Park was, was cool. Not when I was growing up. I would just I like to say it was the land of pawn shops and mm-hmm. 99 cent stores mm-hmm. and a payless. Mm-hmm. And it completely has changed. Yeah. I would totally go back and live there. My mom lives in Mission Hills now, which is a super nice area. Mission Hills yeah. is nice. Mission Hills mm-hmm. is nice. That's awesome. It's very nice. But, I like um, North Park, uh, Normal Heights too. Mm-hmm. Normal, Normal Heights is tight. fucking awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, I was on an improv team in college at UC Irvine, and we oh. played in a tournament with a uh, school from USC, mm-hmm. UCLA. Mm-hmm. Maybe not UCLA, but definitely um, USD. A bunch of schools. USD. So, yeah. Some, was it the National some, Comedy Theater, NCT? You don't remember. I don't think so. This I was like a randomly put together thing. I but auditioned we, for the UCI improv team because I went to UCI for two seconds. Really? University of California, Irvine. Yeah. And no I didn't make it on the team. Uh, and the, sorry. Well, really, I tried for seven quarters, so you just got to keep trying. I should have just kept trying. Because the really great thing was that... Uh, uh, some great improvisers that are still working to this day were the people in charge of auditions then, and I didn't make the cut. And then years later, when I moved Ooh. to LA, it was um, uh, I, uh, uh, I want to say John Mackey was an improviser who was at UCI, I believe. John Mackey went to UCI. I think so. And then also Le- Leland. Oh, Leland Bowden. It Lilan was Bowden. not yeah. John Mackey. Are you? I think but it was. I was on Live Dune People with but Leland. He was, but he was there. Oh. Five oh six is when I auditioned in that school year, two thousand five to two thousand six. I don't think John Mackey went there. I, um, I may be mistaking my improv white guys, uh, and they if I do did, I apologize. Richie yeah. Root. A lot of them I don't remember, but okay, I know Richie that, Root was there. At I know the time. that Lilan was there. Zach Lilan Reno yeah. was there at the time. Oh, he may have been there too. He may have been there too, but I didn't. Uh, I was down visiting, but I was on live new great. people with Lilan and Wilder yeah. Smith and Chris Kelly, who is now. Uh, to show other people on Comedy Central. Yeah. It's just incredibly, <laughs> two. incredibly movie is talented people. people. And uh, and I was really happy to see them like in the L.A. improv scene. And then mm-hmm. it, and I'd all, I've always been like, oh, yeah, I tried out for that team, but I should have stuck around. But I didn't like UC Irvine. So That's why I left. You mm-hmm. tried out for that team the year after I left. Yeah. Crazy. Oh, five, yeah. Huh. And now we're here. Small world, dude. It Talking is like really Elizabeth small Frank. It is. Wow. I yeah. bet you we know a lot of the same people in ways we would not expect to have known. That. Like, I, like I the love fact shit that we have like that. I love San Diego, you know, mm-hmm. Southern Californian connections mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. it's great. Quickly, just about that I- improv tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so we went to have the improv tournament. It was organized by the kids at USD, and they had created this like surfboard trophy for the winner. Uh huh. Weird. And we like trounced them <laughs> and got the surfboard trophy, cool. which they clearly thought they were getting because it was one of their surfboards. <laughs> oh my God. That's they awesome. were so sure that they were going to win. Yeah. And just that's like, embarrassing. Yeah, a, it was I, sad. Because it, it, it was USD and they're like all fucking privileged. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. I have a similar yeah. story too. When I was doing improv in high school, we met up with a um with a with a high school improv league, not in San Diego, but one in LA. It was comedy sports that was like that was oh, like yeah. still like running driving people down there to help us like coach us and stuff. Right. And the rule was is that we would tour different high schools in San Diego County and we would drive to different high schools and play them if they had an improv team. And it was mostly because we're coming from the South Bay, we're coming from Chula Vista. Right. No schools down there had improv teams. Yeah. My I, my high school was no a, way was that a, we had any a, a rarity where it was like we had a rare kind of an improv team. It was mostly like. Me and my dude, dude friends, and they're all mostly Mexican guys. And it was we, me would, and my dudes, me and my dudes, me and my boys. Uh, <laughs> we would drive to other, and we drove to the school in North County, San Diego. And the rule was, when you play an away game and you go to another school's show, they're gonna win. And then once a school comes to your school, like you will win. That's always yeah. how, like that's what the referee was going to do for the short mm-hmm. form improv because that's uh-huh. the show. We went to their high school and we won. <laughs> like we did better improv than them. And they were so nice at the end. They're like, great show, guys. Wow, you were great. And we were just like, oh, we felt bad. But also like, and then some of their, some of their uh, school was kind of trying to boo us and stuff. And we were like, what the heck, man? And it, it was like, a, they were like planted. It felt like because, oh. because it was like, we, you know, we would go up and do a thing and they'd be like, shouting a f- like you foul or whatever and we'd be like ah that's not how that works like yeah. you guys are just being dicks and then uh, we still ended up winning and as we drove away we felt great in high school us boys i was oh. really <laughs> afraid that uh that when you said was going to turn into a different word yeah what you foul I thought you said not going to be foul no they just yelled f words at us all yeah. the worst ones no they they're like do they have game yeah. foul and it's yeah, like we're doing it. improv yeah. you can't Comedy come sports. on yeah that that whole thing mm-hmm. <clears throat> that was fun yeah wow I didn't do any of that <laughs> uh, I was in a production of Footloose in middle school where mm. I was the mom cool nice got very little to do and then uh, I was also in a production of Cinderella in which I played a mouse a horse nice. and a bridesmaid. Nice. Hey. No speaking. Versatile. But I got to change costumes three times. You know what? There are no small parts, only small budgets. Thank you. I don't know if we're running out of time, but I have a question for you yeah. on, the, on that subject. Yeah. A high school recently put on a production of Alien. Yes. Yeah. If you could pick any movie no. to Fun. be in charge of a high school production okay. of that movie to like turn it into a high school, what movie would you pick? Um, I'm having trouble because my two favorite movies we're based off of plays and I okay. did try to get us to do them in yeah. high school. Yeah. I, I, okay. What on. are your two favorite movies? Uh, Philadelphia Story and Harvey. Wow. I love and Philadelphia I Story. I lobby love so Philadelphia Story. fucking hard to do Philadelphia Story wow. and I will never forgive Mr. Ponce. Okay. I'm going to do Serious Choice. Yeah. The thing. Awesome. Nice. Awesome. Oh, was that your choice? That you seriously wrote that down? Whoa. Okay. That'd be great. And then That'd Joke Choice. Yeah. Closer. 
<laughs> you can't do closer. It's good what just we, four kids. It's just get and they get real, they get a lot of lines. They get to do a lot. Inappropriate. Yeah, just get really, real inappropriate. Lots like, of lots of fucks. Uh, you know what we did do in high school, and I was in this production. Is what? one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Oh, wow. that's cool. That is cool. Mm-hmm. I played the group therapy doctor. Cool. I would pick the movie. Which was a male role. I would mm. pick the Avengers um, because <laughs> I feel like mm, why because I know it front and back. Yeah, I feel uh-huh. like the high school kids would be into it. Mm-hmm. The it would be fun to do the talkie scenes are good talkie scenes. Mm-hmm. They're good talkie scenes. Yeah, um, Joss Whedon, good dialogue in yeah, those talkie scenes. They're very scenes. very quippy quippy. Very quippy quippy. Very great little character beats. And then it would be fun to like fake or um, Swede the action stuff. Right? Yeah, it'd that's, be cool. the, that's the word for like faking it with yeah. zero budget. Is like oh who, who do you have playing the Hulk? Like ah, we had to go get a crappy Hulk. You know, suit. Yeah. here's the Chitari aliens. Here's yeah. the portal. Here's the staff. All of that yeah. stuff would be really fakey looking. And well, it would be cool too to like play around with like the stage. perception and the stage and yeah. like yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Here's my problem is I all of my favorite movies are basically plays. <laughs> that's good though. I'm what's lost. one that you would do like that's like oh that'd be a fun challenge. Philadelphia Story. Philadelphia Story. She said, "Yeah, that would be a good challenge." Harvey, because there's no bunny. Yeah, you gotta imagine a bunny. You gotta pretend Mm -hmm. like there's a bunny there. Mm -hmm. With Jimmy Stewart, that one. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Philadelphia Uh, Story. Yeah. (laughs) I love Philadelphia Story so much. It's so fucking good. They released uh, Blu-ray through Criterion. Ooh, I have got to get awesome. Yeah, I've got to get it. Um. Let's see. I'm trying to think of now like a sci-fi actioning movie that okay. I like. Oh, another challenge. How about an mm-hmm. animated movie? Mm, Anastasia. Mm. Oh, that would, lend, that, that would lend itself to play very I well. I love Anastasia. Very well, yeah. <gasps> Last Unicorn. Yay! Ooh. We are not for you. That's Ooh. That would be a challenge. Yeah. Red Bull. Huge challenge. Transformation from unicorn to woman. Also just so oh. many creatures. Yeah. That would be cool. That would be really cool. Cool puppets like know? War Horse the play. Like a Hell cool, yeah. have a bunch of high schoolers puppeteer of yeah. unicorn out on the stage. <laughs> yeah, there'd be That's like- That's my answer now. I, I would say like the unicorn takes like nine people to, yeah. <laughs> to, to you. No, I'm going to hire the woman who did the, the dress change from uh, Cinderella, Rogers and Oh, yeah. <laughs> the most recent adaptation on Broadway. Mm-hmm. Look that up. It's magical. Cool. I will. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Last Final answer. What would you do for animated? Yeah. Animated movie? I think I might pick a goofy movie. I would mm. update the script. Update the script to not make it so one-sided, creepy relationship between Max and Roxanne. Sure. Oh, you want to yeah. make the dark descent of Roxanne? Yes. <laughs> yes. Here's the deal. Roxanne was only <laughs> pretending to be into Powerline because she had to survive. Her father, obviously a big old bulldog who's always walking around in a towel. What's that about? The dark descent of Roxanne, no Roxanne name, no bulldog. last name given. Roxanne Bulldog. <laughs> no, I legit love that movie yeah. and I think there's a lot of good in it and I think it would be uh, really fun and the music's good and I don't think it gets enough credit for being a, a, a good Disney film because it's not an official Disney mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Disney animation thing. It's like Toon mm-hmm, Disney, which mm-hmm. was animated in like France and Australia yeah. and all this different. That movie to me is way better than it deserves to be because it should have just been a crappy it was originally going to be direct to video, and then I think Disney had some kind of an opening in 1995. They're like, "Oh, we can put this in theaters," and yeah. they're like, "What? Okay, it's full frame, but all right." So it was all like, "Oh, we yeah. are in good company." I feel like everybody praises that movie. Yeah, yeah I was too you old. Know, mm. You were Power too old. Line songs are fucking tight, though. When's mm. the last time you saw it? Recently. 
Mm. I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. I'm so sorry. Sorry, guys. I, it's okay. I, I had have, to do it for uh, tournament of Neutral nerds. feelings yeah. about it. So neutral. I'm not offended. You know, here is what I realized. Here is why I don't like the movie. Okay. I mm. cannot stand watching Max be mean to Goofy. Oh, I know. Oh, it's I too hurtful. Listen, it. it's listen. so sad. When I was a kid, uh, and I love the film, I related to Max because I was like, Goofy is embarrassing. Mm-hmm. He's, I'm as like, a kid, he, like, I wasn't. Yes. Yeah, I was like, as oh, I got older, so I was like, oh, I'm actually, I'm goofy, and yeah. Max is a little shit. Yeah. And then to me, the best wrong. moments of that movie is when I could tear up thinking about it. Is when Goofy, who has been historically a character who has been a punchline character in animation history, is talking to his son and he's yelling at him, and he's like, "Do you think I was too stupid to understand? Is that it? Like he knows oh, it's like Forrest Gump, like so he knows, right? Oh. That, that's why I love that movie because because oh, he's like because it's like, Dad, I have my own life now i know i just wanted to be part of it like that's goofy pouring oh, his heart out and then when pete's telling him he's like hey hey my son respects me and he's like yeah uh, uh, oh oh okay pete all right because he's like check the map goof and he's like my son wouldn't lie to me like those kinds of moments uh, are what make so it, for it me. just oh it it's makes Goofy's me too movie. sad it's goofy he's a widower it's fucking sad <laughs> <laughs> His wife died and he hadn't moved on by that point. It's great. Oh, when man. I was little, my favorite Disney movie would have been like Little Mermaid. My Mine was favorite Little Mermaid for sure. 2D animated Disney movie now is Lilo and Stitch. Mm, I like Lilo and Stitch a lot. It's my fucking heart. I need to. I need, it's that's not one, one of my I favorites. Need, that's one I need to give more of a chance to because that's one so I could not good. connect to. I'm still upset at the marketing campaign of that film. Mm, I do not remember the this marketing campaign. campaign. Was every family has one as the as in Ew. the Disney family <laughs> as in the Disney family because yeah. they would show a trailer and it was and Beauty then, and the Beast. Yeah, and then Stitch was crawling yeah. on the wall and then he like unscrewed the chandelier and then it broke and Belle and Beast were upset and they walked out. So my kid brain I was like, God about was that. like, are they doing a Disney movie? Where he's going to hop around to different Disney movies, and that's what I thought Lilo and Stitch was going to be. <laughs> that's a real big switch. I eventually, got that's a bummer. Kind of in Wreck It Ralph. Yeah. Like that's what I got later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But so when I went to go see it, I was like, they're just in Hawaii the that. whole time. This is bullshit. <laughs> so that's why I'm still. I need to give it another shot. No, it's great because I don't think there are any white characters. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. The body types Unless are very unusual. You count Kevin McDonald's alien character and him, the aliens, like, oh, right. and what they're coded right. as. Nobody. Sure. No Caucasian yeah. human. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Vis- animatedly they're, they're visible. They're just like on the outside. Yeah. yeah. Or Elvis, um, but that doesn't count. Elvis does not actually make a living <laughs> appearance. <laughs> not alive. So technically. Yeah. Um, or there's a white character that I'm just mm-hmm. not thinking about. But mm-hmm. um, oh, there's like non-speaking white have, characters. <laughs> there's like the tourists. They're like random on yeah. the edges. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Which is mm-hmm. funny. Which is awesome. Um, I'll do you Very different body types. Goofy movie doesn't have a single white person, <laughs> black person, you've... brown person, or person. <laughs> period. <laughs> you've won, sir. <laughs> the uh, diversity trophy goes to you. Uh, but for real, Goofy um, and Max are black. Um, mm. Yeah. <laughs> I see that. I see that. Mm-hmm. Uh, coded. Um, and the story, Stitch's story, that like the whole Lilo, oh, yeah. Omar means family, mm-hmm. like great. just because you're broken, yeah. mean you're, it just like kills me. Also, the most yeah. depressing cartoon ever made is Disney's Ugly Duckling. Oh, oh God! Yeah, do no. not. Watch it's, it's pretty messed. Car. The, the, match, pretty the matchstick girl. Do it. The little matchstick whale, girl. The opera whale. That is also very oh, sad. The matchstick girl. Dude, no, that ugly duckling is sadder. But matchstick girl. Yeah. Uh, what is that? The opera name? whale. I forgot. Why can't I remember? That story is so fucking Ferdinand? sad. Though. No, that's no, a that's bull. the bull. <laughs> uh, John Cena. <laughs> yeah, cool. John Cena. That was tight, dude. That cool. was tight. <laughs> I should see that. Um, but yeah, that's this whole book. Ohana means family. Yeah. yeah. 
Nobody gets left behind. Wow. Thank you so much for covering this book with us and reading this book. It was really a pleasurable, truly like analytical discussion of this book. I agree. It was fun. It was awesome. Yeah, it was really fun. Guys, if you didn't read it, you gotta. You you have to read this book. We We don't... We generally say, please don't read the book. <laughs> yeah, we don't do not by any means have read to read the book. the book. This time you should read the you book. You should absolutely read the book. I yeah. agree. Um, but thank you so much again to Hector Navarro for coming on the show. Do you have thank anything you. that you'd like to plug? Uh, just watch El Rey Nation. El, El Rey, Rey Nation, as we call it. Thursday. Uh, Thursday nights, 7.30 Pacific, 10.30 Eastern. Check your local listing. But I think you can go to ElRayNation.com to see if how and if you can get it. Um, yeah. But a lot of times if you have like a cool cable package, it can it's even available on demand. You it can is watch on it. demand. And yeah. there's like eight or some episodes out right now. And, and by the time you listen to this, maybe 30. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. 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 All in yeah. the next week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. So check that out. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. We have a lot of fun on the show. Um, if you guys are reading a long Which again, with we us, insist that you don't. Not necessary. <laughs> not necessary. Please don't. Um, <laughs> oh, God. You know what we're doing next? So it's a change to the schedule, guys. We're doing... Oh, oh, oh. Fucking... Oh, wait, no. Oh, are we doing that first? <laughs> not, yeah. no, 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 that's not. Do you guys have the same schedule is or it, different is schedules? It our surprise no not oh, okay so it's not our surprise yet um so instead so we'll we'll get to the surprise when we get to it but there's a yeah. surprise in store dot 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 <laughs> the next book we're reading it is a change to the schedule it is a lurleen lurleen mcdaniel book oh fuck yeah called don't die my love <laughs> and if you're not familiar with lurleen mcdaniel uh-huh. they're the ones where someone usually like gets some kind of terminal illness <gasps> And then either angels or God it's or the just Amish like romances, love. right? Whoa. No, so this isn't the Amish oh, one. Oh, okay. okay. Unfortunately, Don't Die My Love is uh, is a so the Amish one is the angels trilogy in which a woman, a young woman, gets leukemia and then falls in love with an Amish boy, and the Amish family prays for her, and then she um, lives. Lives. Wow. <laughs> um, good. That sounds good. We have talked yeah. about Lurling McDaniel before. I feel like within months of starting this yes. podcast, somebody wow. was like. Please do, do Lurley, Lurley McDaniel. McDaniel. She does the very, like, I'm going to glorify terminal illnesses mm. books. Mm. It's like the beginning of cancer, teen cancer yes. dramas. Yes. Her, like a Fallen Our Stars. Her name ones. sounds like you can only say it when you're drunk. Yeah. Lurley McDaniel. <laughs> and apparently from the South. Um, uh, feel free to edit this out if I, if I am right on the money. Is the surprise the book Bear? No. no. When are y'all reading but, Bear? But, but somebody on Twitter <laughs> yeah. told us about it. And I was like, holy no. so, Shit. Here's here's a here's a treat about what we get up to in the in the El Rey Nation green room. It's is nuts. that Oh yeah. Cam checked it out from Open Library. Cameron Rice just checked as we we're talking about just like I'm going to get it online right now and checked it out. Checked it out. Opened an account. I need to rent this book right now. Yeah, he made an account to check it out. <laughs> and then he after so then we performed scenes from it. What? Guys, yeah. it's gross. Like it's, I don't know. It, dis- it is. It is. It's a. Dis- have you read it? No, but it's this, a disgusting Lindsay, book. Lindsay, was telling Lindsay, me about it, and the no, cover Lindsay, alone. No, Lindsay, is you do crazy. not understand no, how disgusting. <laughs> like I, I seriously understand that I don't understand. I, we, however, we okay, performed. Spoiler it. alert: There's no. There was no bare penis in any of the sections we covered. There's but, no bare penis, but everything other than that, gross as you can imagine. Bare tongues. Disgusting. The descriptions. The actual acts, the thought process of the female human, yeah. it is yeah. 
Like it's uh, bestiality. Like, it's, it's, it's straight up bestiality. And then there's also parts that are like a huge bummer. Like when she tries to slow dance with the bear. Yeah. And, <laughs> and it just like pushes her away. Like it's, yeah. Yep. I'm glad you brought it back because as yeah. we were describing it, it's yeah. like, oh, Lindsay's face was like, no, this isn't fun anymore. I don't want to keep yeah. hearing about this book. Yeah. And then you're like, then she tries to slow dance with the bear. And she's like, okay. Moments like that, like make it funny again. And Ugh. then like, seriously, I was gonna fucking barf yeah, when was, we were reading it out loud. Like our, our boss we're like you have to stop like yeah. I think somebody came in the room and they're like what are you reading and we were kind of kept going and, and yeah. then our, our poor makeup woman Kate's like listening and I think a producer was like I think I have to legally tell you to stop no, reading this aloud he said I he said to... I have to legally tell you to stop somebody in the other room heard it you have to stop <laughs> keep I mean he's like I just have to say it legally bye and yeah, we were and then like left. and then we were and like, then we were like, like what you will do what you will but we were all I must tell my obligation and then we were like and then like started up again we were uncomfortable seriously like one of the most disgusting things I've ever yeah. read. You know how they say like no art is bad? That's bad art. <laughs> That's bad. That should not have been made. It's mm-hmm. not art. Any and paintings- wasn't it like a hit? <laughs> it was a hit. Highly, any, like any, the Washington anything, Post was like, One of the most popular Canadian yes, books. It was. Oh, and then who Canadian. was it that s- who, who said like the writing is practical, like oh a kitchen, God. but imaginative, oh. like a forest. <laughs> Some Whatever. famous writer. It was a famous I writer. I don't look. Was it like Anne Rice or something? Like anything that crazy. Hitler painted, Practical, like a yeah. kitchen, but like bad art. Bad art. Fanciful, the mo- like the a novel fridge. Bear. Yeah. Bad, bad art. art. They should not. They should be wiped from existence. <laughs> they shouldn't exist anymore. They Seriously, exist. it's like, gr- like hugely gross. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> hugely gross. So we're all laughing. Gross. But I promise you, if you were like, <laughs> I'm going to check this, and you got your hands on this book, you would start reading it and go, I regret this. That's how that's how bad this is. It's, You'd be like, I don't want to subject myself to um, this. I've actually pulled up some excerpts. Uh, you'll find under your chairs uh, some scripts. Mm-hmm. Um, you get an excerpt. And you get an excerpt. <laughs> Thank you so much uh, to Hector Navarro for being a wonderful guest. Um, and uh, check out all of his stuff. Where can people find you online? Follow me on the internet at Hector is funny. And that's it. Great. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you so much to the listeners for being wonderful. Thank you, Lindsay, for just being yourself. Thank you, Kelly, for being what I want you to be. And <sighs> if you ever act otherwise, yeah. we have a problem. You will, you will reanimate oh, yeah. me. Kill yeah. you and reanimate you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, and thank you to Kirsten White. You are mine. If you are listening, Kirsten, Kirsten. like serious, serious. Kirsten, number one, go have really a California good. burrito on my behalf because I miss <laughs> those bad boys. So enjoy San Diego. Number two, listen to what Kelly's about to say. Mm-hmm. I, two part. <laughs> <laughs> we can help you create this into a, a movie or, yes. or a miniseries. Like, look, we yes. know that you could do it by yourself. It's we know you could. You're so talented. You're so talented. Involved. I'm sure this has already been optioned, but put our names on put, the producer. Put our names on it. It's like she's, she's like, and that's a wrap, everyone. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and then part two. Seriously, if there's any way that we could somehow get a hold of an advanced copy of Guinevere Deception, I'm, I'm like, serious. I cannot like, wait until November. I can't. Somebody, somebody involved with that publication surely listens to this surely. podcast. Look, we know who our audience is. <laughs> it's people who work at publishing houses and it's librarians. Yes, we know. We know. So we know someone. who you are. Um, and uh, uh, if you want to support our show, please leave us a kindly review on Apple Podcasts or whatever your podcasting platform. That's the thing that helps us the most. Write a short review. Uh, it can be super short. Mm-hmm. Farm to table pocket jalapeno dip. You've heard it. You've... You love it. Learn it. Live love it. it. Love, love it. it. Ladies. ladies. Um, you can follow our show on all the social media at Teen Creeps Pod. Um, and if you want to support our show in a very direct way, you can go to patreon.com slash teen creeps. Uh, what are some of the fun things on there? Oh, in addition we to the stuff we listed it. it, I do need to mention. Yes. Because you get all the back catalog. 
We did read aloud Lindsay's book that she wrote in seventh grade. Whoa. Empire High. Battle Battle of the the Bands. Bands. Is there a battle? No, no, there is, there is no battle of the bands. Listen, there is no battle Look, of the bands. I'm sorry, what is spoiler, there? but there isn't one. What is there? People introducing themselves to each other. There is also there's people ordering food at restaurants, ordering food. There's people telling like, people, hey, what do you want to do? Happened. So it's, yeah. it's really oh, fun, man. It's, <laughs> Lindsay uh, is in pain the entire real, time. It's uh, is there bands? There are bands. Okay, uh, cool. Incidentally, there, there are bands. Okay, there's a brief bit of interesting something or other with a demo tape but sounds yes. like a battle to me it uh is not <laughs> there's no thank you Hector I don't deserve this cool it I bet is, you it's better than bear it is better than bear it's better than bear yeah. you know yeah. what hashtag better than bear <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much for listening we will talk with you uh, next time any more biz I don't think so can't wait to tell you what this surprise is though i seriously cannot wait to tell you guys it's very exciting it's Um, bear it's bear it's It's bear bear. we're doing a live production of bear oh my god right uh keep it bear (laughs) (laughs) forever this has been a forever dog production executive produced by kelly nugent Lindsay katai brett boehm joe cilio and alex ramsey Engineered and mastered by Alex Sarchet. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcast.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.